roughly every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own we don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it... Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I am your host, Adam Dunn. And I think coming to the studio, actually, I got Dave Wiener rolling into town. Who's, oh, yeah. Dave, who's Dave Wiener? Everyone will find out. Perfect. He actually lives right up to his name. It's amazing. One sec. Oh, yeah. Dab time. Sorry, my timing was completely off. <laughs> Usually I have the, the dab ready, so I'm not wasting a precious moment. But, as you know, it's hard when you're a two-man show down here, right? Right. i got to make shit right. i got to have water. I have to have, get ready for the guests. We have Dave Wiener in the studio, who, um, like I said, most people don't know who that is. That's because he wasn't supposed to be on the show in the first place. He just happens to be in town. And he gets to sit in, lucky guy. But he's an audio-video guy out in New York, so he will love the experience of sitting here and telling us what to do, probably. 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 <laughs> and I'm um, calling in. We have Jeremy Silva. From Build a Soil. It's been a long time since we haven't had him on, which is crazy because back when Mitch was on the show, he was our go to. We don't have a show guy. Hey, uh, we don't have a yeah. show? Jeremy Silva. He's the man. And that guy can. But actually, the good part is, is because we haven't had a show in a long time, when I talked to him the other day, he's like, dude, I have so much to talk about. Plus, he was just talking with um, his friend about coming on the show that morning. So it was crazy. It was like serendipitous. Nice. As we like. Yeah, those shows always went over my head, but yeah, they, well, that's the idea. Jam packed with information. Sound guys always fall asleep. That's part of the deal. <laughs> yeah, that is part of the deal. The kid always used to fall asleep. <laughs> and then we have OG Cushman calling in because he was supposed to call in last week and he was busy with board meetings. He, he wears a suit now, so he's actually a busy guy. He's crazy. He's like now we, now he wears a suit. You have to talk to his, you know, his uh, whatever assistant. Are we? Uh, we have a little echo somewhere. I always hear echoes. Might be just me. Tinnitus. It's my tinnitus. It's the Adam Dunn show tinnitus. I just have to hear my show running in my head. It's right. like horrible. Ah, turn it off, man. <laughs> it's like it's like the true MKUltra experiments there. <clears throat> so, OG Cushman is going to tell us um, about the the fuckery that we kind of touched on with James. But James, of course, loves to explain stuff so fast and crazy that you don't even know what he's talking about half the time. So. Now I'll hear it directly from the man himself, <laughs> and uh, at the same time, I think we're going to have a little giveaway of some of his beans that we were supposed to do last week, but we couldn't do it because he wasn't on the show, so get ready for that one, and uh, that's about it. Oh, I also had a friend of mine call me, it was kind of interesting, like, old friend from Amsterdam, just happened, just landed in uh, Denver, and he's going to some show tomorrow. Who's playing at Red Rocks tomorrow? Can I, who? Do you know? Uh, tomorrow, I don't know, actually. Uh, okay. well, anyway, like, you never know. Look it, look it up. I gotta know right now. No, and in general, it's, uh, Red Rocks alone brings pretty much at least one or two people every month during the summertime that you know from, from afar, you know, and they're like, 
last week with some other friends over here. It's Nathaniel Rateliff. The fuck is that? See, I don't know my friends anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who they are. Oh, it's yeah, it's him and the Night Sweats. It's oh. Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats. It's like uh, there we go. With the more jammy shit. Uh, no, 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 it's like a kind of like grimy bluesy type stuff. He like cusses a lot during it and stuff, so it's kind of cool. Grimy bluesy, I can see that. So my friend Marty just called me from, so old friend from Amsterdam. Smarty Marty, we used to call. I don't know. We had a lot of names. We have names for everybody. Uh, he might roll it. I doubt it because he just came into town. But he might listen to the show, which is good. So we got one more nice. listener. See, I'm just dragging him in by one, one by one, kind of like <laughs> you have to listen to the show. I will talk about you. So there you go. I talked about him, but uh, I will get to catch up with him hopefully tomorrow. That'll be interesting. <clears throat> and with uh, with uh, Jeremy also, he's. I mean, I, it's like great to talk to him because, like I said, he's got all these new products that we haven't even heard about. We got guy, he's got guys lined up for us. Um, I think the Rootwise guys is what he was talking about. I saw them on his site. Seems like they got a killer product. Um, and before that start, let's see, that'll be in 15 minutes. How was your week, Mr. MTI? It was good, man. I spent it in Arizona, chilled out there. Um, Which part of Arizona were you in? Uh, Tempe, basically. Hot as fuck. Tempe, Mesa, Scottsdale, kind of all around How there. hot was it? Over 100 each day, for right. sure. It got up to, like, I think the hottest it got was, like, 105 or something like that. Okay, but, so you yeah. were just in the kind of cruising mode. Yeah. You weren't in there during the, during the, the oh, now this is hot. Because every degree over that must be crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't know. I'm pretty good with hot weather because I spend all day in, like, a 90-degree warehouse anyways. So I'm Uh-oh, there usually he is. pretty good. There he is, calling in right at the, right at the time we shouldn't be calling in. Why don't you go upstairs and see if uh, our friend Dave Wiener is here, and if you okay. just bring him on down. Okay, cool. Because he's probably outside, lost, looking at the big door, scared. So, um, and then we got to pull up everything on here, too, because now I have no idea what's going on. <clears throat> there he is. I hear him. I hear him. I hear him now. It's instant entertainment, folks. Don't make too much noise now, guys. You got clogs on? What are you wearing, clogs? Get over here. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're my instant entertainment, and so you can just sit down in the hot seat and be, be hanging out. The wiener's in the house. Good, get up on that mic. Pretend like you love, pretend like you love that mic. And, and then, yeah, I know. Well, here you go. And then again, you have to stretch that a little bit. It's a little bit weird, but... I usually put it underneath here. There you go. Sweet. So you're in town for a show, too, or something? What are you doing? I'm just hanging. Hey, what's going on with this mic? Hey, his mic's not on here. Oh, I bet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> had you turned down. We didn't even want to talk to you. Yeah. I was like, you don't know how to use a mic? Get in there. Get. There we go. Uh-oh. No, there it is. There, 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 there we, we go. are. Hey. So, are you here for a show or something like that? What no, I just decided to come out and what? show some love. Oh, nice. Yeah. You, uh, you're, you're here till Tuesday, I saw. Yep, Tuesday morning. So you got plans? You got some... Well, tonight I'm doing that medicated banquet thing that mm-hmm. Beeper's hosting. Oh. Thank you. Hal, Hal is hosting something nice like this. Is it actually driving and eating, or is it like you're going <laughs> I to spots? I think it's at a... I believe it's at a venue. Okay, so you're not like trying to... Whoa. No, no. That would be a bit much. No, Barry asked me to bring a bunch of cheese, so... I'm going to go head up the truffle cheese shop and bring down some cheese Nice, there. nice, nice. Um, and what do you got? You got some little Airbnb deal going on? Or what would you end up We're with? Just staying with friends. Oh, that's always, that's yeah. always the best. Yeah. 
It's always the best. So, uh, yeah, we're good to, glad you're here on a Friday. That's always nice. I would like having at least somebody in the studio because usually everyone's like, who's in the studio? And I'm like, nah, everybody's calling. Usually because we have everyone calling in. We have uh, Jeremy from Build a Soil calling in in about yep. 10, 12 minutes. So uh, I think we're we're going to blast through some of these uh, sponsor bullshit that we have to do because you know, that's what you do. That's how you pay the bills. <laughs> yep. Got to pay those bills. Um but at the same time, we only have four sponsors, and they're all friends, and they're all good. So right. it's not like it's not like we're at that level where we're doing the same. Like it's always funny whenever I listen to like Bill Bird. Everyone's doing me undies. Like I'm like, how come we don't have me undies? Like what's going on? Like I could be a model for that. I don't know if anybody wants to see it, but but I could never top Bill's fucking delivery on his me undies shit. So it's like it'd be it'd be too embarrassing. But anyway, he literally was talking about jewel encrusted fucking sacks. And like, it like, like what? He's like, yeah, you get your little sack. He's got to sell it. And it was like reading it off the thing. He's like, you will have bedazzle your sack. He's like, oh my god. Uh, we don't have anything like that. Ours are all straight up. You Pretty gotta, simple. You gotta have it. Right out of the gate, uh, our buddies from New Millennium, who have been rocking this formula now for the last couple of years here in Colorado, and it's moving outwards nationwide. I got people on the East Coast I know rocking it in Rhode Island that are killing it. Um, like I said, it's, it is definitely nationwide, but at the same time, you know, artisanal in the sense of, you know, maybe three, 400 shops right now. Um, so if you don't have it in your local shop, you got to ask for it. Um, very easy to use. Um, we've had a couple different shows based on it, so you can kind of always go back and get into the more details. But it's real simple because it's a, based on the season, so you just have to kind of go, oh, but where are we at right now? <laughs> oh, yeah, we need that. So... Spring, summer, autumn, fall, uh, winter uh, flush. And you can also use the product solo. You don't have to have to take the whole, whole line, even though... Just use it as a supplement? <clears throat> yeah, like there's a couple of different products. They have a really good fulvic acid one that's just like super dynamite. So you don't have to like have... Uh, you know, you, don't, you can use it if, you have, uh, if you're using advanced or if you're using some other... GH or whatever, and then you can just kind of see if you like it that without having to take the whole thing, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, they're looking really good. Oh yeah, I gave them that fulvic, and the fulvic that they have is derived from nine different sources, so it's a real you know cover every base kind of product, and uh, you know good people behind it. They're actually like really fe- a lot of feedback in the last few years. They have like their pro formula, so you can kind of tweak that one up and. Uh, go into that sort of mode, or you can just take it as a standalone with the way they have it in their original formula, which works great, too. And when you're using the Pro, it's like you're bringing in uh, uh, Budswell and a few other products that are just, you know, you just it shows the dedication if you really need it, but it's also, like, for fast-moving plants, which uh, we like. So you go to new, new Millennium, uh, nutrients.com and check on there, and they, I swear it's coming soon. August is almost over. They better hurry up. They're going to have to change the, the coming soon now. To the yeah. No, but they got some cool stuff coming. They have a nutrient calendar, yeah. nutrient feed charts, uh, base nutrient range, and additive range stuff coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that should be pretty helpful for all the growers out there trying Definitely to get on the system. Well, it'll make you like not waste all your money. You're like, fuck, why did I buy so much of that? Because <laughs> you didn't calculate yeah. it, man. But this will just... Make it a little easier. And uh, we'll wait for him till last because he's coming on right now in a minute. So we don't want to double down. We have to go build. But what we do want to talk about is Incredibles. 
the best edibles here in Colorado and now in, in Nevada and out in uh, Cali. So they're they're covering more bases. And here in Colorado, they cover every base flavor-wise, potency-wise, delivery-wise. Um, they have also a bunch of new gummies and all sorts of different flavors that look pretty dope. I think they're, they're all, there's some licorice in there. There's some cinnamon, CBDs, some sours. I remember they had uh, some banana flavor a couple years ago when I judged the rec cup for high times. That would be the, uh, that would be the, whatever it is. The, oh, the extracts. It was a. Uh, no, you're not talking about extracts. You're talking about the bar. The, yeah, no, the chocolate bar. Yeah, the, oh, one, the, 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 the monkey bar. Monkey bar. Yes. Exactly. That's delicious. Yep. Of my they're very consistent which that's is, a, that's a, that's what that is our like big and that's the thing about whole thing about extracts in general is it extracts and the, the, their source of their um where they get their extracts that's in-house so then they can kind of gauge everything really good when you cook it with this, different people's products and different things so things can happen yeah. yeah and this keeps it really like consistent which is what you want and you go to iloveincredibles.com if you want to check out uh, store locator or if you want to just uh, check out what they're up to, because they have a new menu, it seems like pretty much, you know, it's been rolling different. Like yeah. every time I open it up, I'm like, oh, Something new flavor. New, there. new flavor. Um, and uh, yeah, definitely <clears throat> check those guys out if you're here in Colorado, like you guys are just now. Every time someone comes in, I'm like, they're like, what should they do? I'm like, well, if you. I mean, weed-wise, I'm like, I don't want to be responsible for anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, not going to tell you to go anywhere because it's fucking like, you told me to go there. Yeah. You know, I do give Kind Love a lot of fucking business just because I know they're open until midnight, which mm-hmm. is convenient because most shops aren't. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, if you go there, you can go later, you know, and not be all fucking... Because I know people just... It blows their mind, you know what I mean? Like, what? 7 o'clock? Fucking what? You know, it's like... <laughs> It's just over the state. It was over the town line, so it's like literally okay. the line. You know, Alameda. Is it in It's in Glendale. It's in Glendale, and Glendale lets them stay up until midnight. So you're like, oh well, that. But he also they have good weed. Mm-hmm. It's it's not cheap, obviously. But obviously not. <laughs> not. Not cheap. So I never tell anybody it's cheap, but I do send enough. So I know I know they notice it too because every so often I do, you know, I know tell. I know that everybody tells them that I sent them there, but I have no real, like, I didn't really make no deal. Yeah, yeah. made no deals, no nothing. I was like, <laughs> give me a buck. Yeah, every time. <laughs> every time. But, it's, but there's not that many places here that are consistent, you know what I mean? That's, that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And then when you talk about consistency, you're going to talk about these guys. Seats here now. Consistently the best uh, customer service year after year and time after time. And it just gets better, too, because they get better breeders, more, you know, they, they keep it kind of in the thirty-five, you know, forty range, and they're they're uh, backing up on everything, like as far as quality, which is huge. So if you have a seed you don't like or didn't really seem like it was what it's supposed to be, you can they'll, they'll replace it, no problem. They'll be like, yo, look here, try again, try again, kid. Um, but also on top of that, they just uh, you know get it, get you what you want without having to give them the. Oh, which one do you want? Top three choice. <laughs> you know, you're like, top three choice? No, I want that. And that's what it's all about. So 
you get what you ordered and you get it quick and you get it clean and safe and all that. So it's good, you know. And it's also from the breeders because I'm one of them, so I know. But <laughs> you get it direct, you know. It's not like oh, you get it from a re- guy who gets it from a guy. <laughs> it's like no, you get it. No, right. and then you know the thing is, uh, a couple of them, not all of them, but some totally exclusive, just because it's a lot easier to let them, you know, take care of it. And so when you do that, you get a, you know, you get a sense of how on point they are because nobody's going to give anybody an exclusive if they're not going to fucking mm-hmm. be. Like making it worth their time, so yep. uphold the kind of value to it. Yeah, and the, and the fact that they filter all the, if there's a complaint, it goes through them, and then they just replace it. And you know, if it gets, if it's something really like it's your fault as a breeder, then they're gonna you're gonna figure that out quickly too. It's like, well, we got X amount of returns, and check out, you know. So take care of that. But let's hope not. Let's hope you get the good ones. Yep. <laughs> Go to cgnow.com, check those things out. Now to. Our uh, guest today, he might even be calling in in like four minutes, which would be pretty awesome because that just shows you how on point we are for not on point crew. Exactly. Woke up in the morning, wasn't <laughs> really sure, double checked to make sure that, no, I actually asked him yesterday because I knew that uh, we had already listed him and Mephisto, and Mephisto didn't, wasn't available at all, so that was a classic, I just ah, throw the name up there, whatever. <laughs> He's on. Yeah. Oh, no. You can actually start doing that with, like, big names. Yeah, huge. Schwarzenegger's on. Like, what? No, anyway, he, you know, he said that. Didn't say which one. Jimmy, <laughs> J- Jimmy Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't come on. He didn't come on. Wiener wouldn't really... I could have put... Yeah, it was Ween. Like, I put Ween, and then I was like, oh, no, I meant Wiener. You know, like, could have been like that. Could have been like... I thought his name was Ween, but it turned out to be Wiener. He's just a little baby bitch. <laughs> you still doing video or what? Me? Yeah. Like... I mean, is that is that what you're kind of... Was that... Because that was how I was introduced to you in New York. It was kind of like, oh, uh, well, video thing? Talk to it. And then I and then I, I got the impression, and I was like, oh, yeah, you're more like me where you've got, like, 18 things going on. So you're like, exactly. that's one of the things I kind of exactly. do. I kind of do a little bit of everything. Um, I'm definitely fallen into the production assistant role quite a bit in production aspect of things, everything from music events to cannabis mixers like that roast that we're talking about. That one we were there at, yeah. <laughs> that one. The, with, the, with the name we will not mention. It's like Voldemort. Because he might get too excited about it. Yeah. yeah, just keep the names out. Just don't even say his name. Yeah. He'll say it more uh, than three times or we're definitely Yeah, yeah he'll pop up somewhere. He will. No, he'll call in. Hey, you're talking about me. He might even call in now because he probably knows. He's like, I can't listen to these guys. The guy's from New York. You got to listen to me. Yeah. No, it's okay. But yeah, no, I've done uh, everything from kind of band management to band visuals and music festival. And you're from New York system. originally? Yeah, originally New York. I'm up in Vermont now. Doing, oh, right. uh, you moved up. Moved yeah. up to Vermont. Yeah, that's cool. So, I mean, New York's such an easy place to uh, sort of dabble in anything you want to do, I guess. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, it's also probably like... Like everything, there's a certain level where you get to, and all of a sudden you realize it's either a real job or, you know, and there's some serious fucking fuckers out there that yeah. are, like, doing it real hard. So, yep. like, yeah. It's very cutthroat down there. I can imagine. Yeah. And uh, did you uh, move out of New York just because of that kind of vibe? or? Uh, just Actually, it's a funny story. I got a fortune cookie that said, take a break, you deserve a rest. And I moved to Vermont because of that and kind of started honing in on what I needed to do more because... The music life can become a party 
quite easily. So that's where uh, the brand that I represent and own a percentage of Stone Sober came from. That's kind of what uh, we've been focusing on now is uh, spreading awareness of cannabis as an alternative to pharmaceuticals and basically other substances. That's cool. And then, uh, I mean, we, we, we've done a couple shows on it with, uh, people. I mean, it's always like pretty obvious. It's it's one of those like cannabis is like the kind of fail safe thing, which you'd (laughs) imagine would be the most, most prescribed thing. But yet it was like in Colorado, they didn't even fucking accept it out of the gate. And, uh, it took a little while. Mm-hmm. It took a little while for, uh, uh, you know, people to fucking even put that on the on that list of acceptable conditions. And it was like, oh, okay, well that that took a struggle. Like, you know, yeah. what, where where was the logic in that <laughs> What's one? What's next? Yeah, no, I always constantly get in battles when I go to the doctor, or the hospital. If anything ever happens constantly trying to be, you know, it's not marijuana, it's cannabis, but if you want to just per- continue saying prop- propaganda terms, it's fine. Right. <laughs> and, uh, but, but, uh, it, it has a condition, because we talked on, because if people listen to the show where we talked for a minute, maybe if they can remember <laughs> somehow that minute we talked, uh, <laughs> when you were on the phone, yeah. um, uh, how has it, how's it been re- recently? Has it been? The cannabinoid hyperemesis? Yes, I exactly. think, I don't. I don't really buy into all that. Do you um, remember that call? I do remember the call. Okay. Oh. Yeah, I do remember that. Okay, so now it's all coming together now? Yeah. That's weird. Oh. The keys are falling into place. Oh, it's that guy. <laughs> it's the guy cool. that was on the show, but no one, they just heard his name. Yeah. Uh, now now nice. they're, and we even had people posting like, dude, weeder. So, you know. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. yeah big, big fan club, big fan club. Yeah, it's just the name. I'm uh. just a fucking weener. I don't know why everybody likes me so much. And, it must uh, be the cheese that I bring around everywhere. <laughs> oh yeah, I noticed that. Uh, was it the real cheese or was it the well, the real kinds, cheese? All kinds of cheese. I'm I'm pretty notorious for liking the lactose, as yeah. they say. Uh-huh. Um, it all started kind of as one big joke because I just really liked Humboldt Fog by Cypress Grove. Yeah, and I uh, brought it to a a concert, and I just ended up passing it around to people. Yeah, and then it became people just started asking me for cheese all the time. People I don't even know right. come up to me like, "Wiener, where's the cheese?" And I'm like. Where's your name? <laughs> right. So it's well. What's funny is uh, in in Amsterdam when okay, I guess I'd been there for maybe three or four years, but I had this like kind of vision where I was like, "Oh man, imagine if like cheese was illegal in Holland because people were so dedicated to their cheese. You know? Totally, the, the dedication levels were so high. So I was like, had this little screenplay in my head, which I was like, "Oh yeah, we could do like a, like a cheese. Like we go to the coffee shop and you pick out different kinds of cheese, and everybody's <laughs> sitting around. And so I had it all figured out. It was all like you know in my head and stuff. And then about six or seven years later, part of the, the movie idea that I had, which was that started in France because of the soft cheese. The guy yeah. everyone kind of like it got went off and everyone died. And then they were yeah. like, "All right, no more of this cheese." Blah, blah, blah. That happened, right? Yeah. So all of a sudden it happened, and I was like, "Fuck, my story is starting to happen." <laughs> and no one's gonna believe that I made it up anymore because it's like the Bill now it's like you have to like. And then all of a sudden, like every little, because the other day they kind of I was watching a show and it was talking about how cheese acts on like serotonin just yep. like heroin and I was like that is my movie dude it's like, <laughs> that's the whole movie concept like fuck now no one's gonna believe it again <laughs> it was really like a long for a long time it was like the I was dedicated there because uh, I had parties I had a cheese party 
and I had told people they have to bring cheese and put it on the cheese altar. And I was trying, I was trying to get like a little cheese thing going on over there. And yeah. it was also like similar where it was like the reverse where uh, I just had it all. And like people were like, what are you doing? And I was just like, yeah, you put all the soft over here, the hard over here. And some people were like, the Italians came with, one guy came with that worm one, you know, with the yeah, worms. Yeah. I was like, holy fuck. All right, I don't like cheese that much. So I was like, all right, I like cheese, but kind of like a few kinds. Yeah. <laughs> Only certain kinds of mold. Did you do any weed, weed cheese? <clears throat> Sorry, weed cheeses? Um, I have yet to find an infused cheese, but people have told me that you can make mozzarella at home and infuse it. But I don't, hmm. I don't really know. Yeah. It have to be. It have to be something very. Um, it, well, I don't know. It's kind of hard for the cannabinoids to sort of last on something that's going to go funky. Oh, totally, totally. I, mean, I don't know. It'd have to be a small batch artesian thing. You'd have to sure. have it sold by the time it was done, kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah, that would be the. That would be the way, and also maybe like yeah, like a spreadable. Um, a chev would be kind of like a that you could infuse easily with yeah. olive oil, but th- yeah. is that really an infused cheese, or is no. that cheese mixed with olive oil? That is a cheese mixed with. Well, that's what all, almost all, extract sort of quality, uh, good quality extracts, and things that like actually work, are things that are kind of like just laced with it. Yeah, because of the fact that you kind of like it's direct, it's right there. No, totally. You know, and whereas, whereas when you kind of go through the process, sometimes when it goes through the process, it's great. But, but to of, get it to spend it evenly. But a lot of times it's like, yeah, a lot of times it's like, uh, yep. hey, oh, there you go. Speaking of which, what the fuck ever happened to my cake? I don't know. I gave it to, <laughs> to the two ladies who were, who were there. And Somebody ate our cake. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> the one that was here the other day on the... No. 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 That was his we birthday. Had an, I had another birthday cake that was not eaten. Uh, I paid for that cake out of my pocket too. I'm, well, yeah, the, 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 I mean, it was a good. You cake. should be madder than me, man, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you should be. I was mad because I thought, wasn't that the kind of point at one point? Yeah. I go like, weren't we supposed to have I, a cake? Everything kind of like, went out the window. Well, I know, but it was just like it was I thought a fun it was. Time, though. It was. No, it was fine. It was fine. I had a good time. I just thought I saw a cake and we never pulled it out. And I could definitely take a little tiny piece. It was also supposed to be dabbed too, I believe. I know it's supposed to be a lot of things. It was it was literally going to be the perfect party. Yeah, it had everything. The all the, you made all the all the elements of the perfect party, and then um, New yeah, York City hit. New, yeah, <laughs> the reality check of where you exactly were and time and space kind of hit, and then all of a sudden we were uh, kind of like, oh shit, really? We're back to that because the weird part was that they smoked with us during the setup. Yeah. And that's what made it threw us all yeah. off because when we're setting up, we're on the rooftop, we're smoking weed. Well, I've and everybody's cool, there before. And everybody's cool. And all of a sudden, like, literally, like, the manager and the whoever came in and we were like... It was the lady. The, <coughs> oh, the, yeah. The lady in the red dress. The lady. It came from the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when she was all dressed up, she came up, like, in her heels and she was pissed. And she was stomping. She was stomping. Yeah, it was... Uh, and then we had, of course, Chloe, which didn't help, so that... That was the combo of just like, really? Oh, God. I kind of is... bit my tongue and held out in the back and said, yeah. I'm the lights guy. That's when I filled that role. Yeah. <laughs> That's where my responsibilities oh, end. Yeah. I bought your cake. I brought some cheese. I brought cheese to that event, too, actually. $400 worth of Humboldt Fog Harbison. And mm. It was so good. It was so good. Sounds delicious. Okay, let me, let me send it. I'm Jeremy. all about my Vermont cheeses. Sure. I don't know nothing about cheese besides I like it a whole lot. <laughs> but... Yeah, like that's a, how I started. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
Yeah, and well, the funny thing too is because I told everybody I like cheese, and I'm sure this happens to you. Like, you kind of get overloaded all of a sudden, and you're like, "Dude, I don't even want to like look at cheese anymore." Mm-hmm. It's like <laughs> you, you just kind of killed the thing I love. I used to love it, and now you've killed it. That happened. That can happen with everything. That can yeah. happen with everything. You know. That's yeah. why I just kind of keep weed as a hobby right now. Yeah, I haven't you, really you, started you, to work at any kind of establishment. Okay, so I have him. Uh, I, for, I would help if I sent him the number, right? That 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 always helps. <laughs> on the uh, calling in part of the deal. So let me, do I have any power on this thing? Oh, good. So, uh, oh, great. That's not what I want to do. <laughs> so uh, Jeremy's getting the number now. He'll probably call in in a sec. So you have to get, like, uh, your pencils out, and you have to be all careful, and it's going to get all flying. He's gonna, He moves so quick sometimes. It's like, He's got so much to talk about, too, so. Who the hell knows which which direction this one's gonna go? Um, all right, all the power. Put all that down. Try to get on live stream. Last time I couldn't get on for some reason. Down here, the internet blows. I gotta get a wired thing or something. For some reason. Hardline. Hardline iPad. How lame is that? <laughs> Do you have to get a dongle for that? <laughs> I don't know. Last time it was me and a bitch. Maybe it'll be better this time. Um, so, are you going to go to uh, out of Denver at all? Are you just going to go up the mountains or go somewhere cool? Um, just going to hang out here. Uh, everybody kind of keeps coming out of the woodwork. Here we go. Here we go. Yes, sir, Bob. Mr. Silva, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing really good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, sorry about not sending you the number. I always like I, whenever I'm doing the show, I look down and it's like a half written. You know, it was written way before, like, here's the number, call in at 3.30, don't ever hit send. Yeah, and then I'm like, well, that was stupid. So, sorry about that. <laughs> it's uh, okay, man, I need to be on the show. I know where to find you. Right, you're like, oh, I'll have to go back and listen. So, uh, how's, uh, how's the post-spring madness treating you now, now that you're in the cruise control, but yet getting sliding into the short Colorado season? Is it already, people are already stressing out about that, or what? Yeah, people are, you know, we got light depth coming down, and then we've got, you know, the next season coming right around the corner as far as trimming and mm-hmm. uh, all the stuff that goes along with that. All but the, the love. truckloads of soil, yeah, and all of the people that are stressed out trying to plant last week kind of thing, that's all over. And so now we're getting, like you said, into more of a cruise control, but instead of getting comfortable, we're really trying to step up the quality for next year mm-hmm. and make sure we're sourcing composts and everything else that requires to do the quality at scale. And then we've also got some new products and new things that we're always working on. So this time of year, we can really focus on that. And one of the newest things is we started a forum. You know, I used to be on the forums a long time ago, got away from that, built build a soil, and have kind of gotten away from the community. And so it's our effort to put in like a customer support back end where instead of these questions getting answered via email or privately on the phone, hopefully we can answer them in public and then keep the best answers around and make sure that people can read the same questions that most people have over and over again. So um, that's at forums.buildasoil.com, and it's brand new. We haven't even you know, turned on most of the features. So if you guys want to jump in, become a member, if you've got questions, that's a great way or great place to ask us if we don't cover them today on the, on the show. So. Nice, nice. And uh, this, I, I guess you're uh, uh, Shailene and uh, two and everybody came down, did the tour. Sounded like you guys were... Uh, at full steam then that was uh that was a few that was that was a little while ago but how is uh 
How's it looking for the sourcing of those materials? Are you guys ever getting sh- running short or anything like that? Because I mean, I know that's some of the organic nightmare yeah. of, of, of over, you know, being too good on certain products, and then all of a sudden they can't get them anymore. You know, that's the... yeah, that's what the problem with organics. It's one of those things that it's um, it's a blessing because it allows me to create a business in a niche that's probably more challenging for a big company to swoop up and kind of buy out because you can't just produce all these chemicals, create the relationships, and then sell millions of dollars worth. You can only sell how much compost is there. And a lot of times there's freight, logistics, and there's not as much margin in there. And so really the main thing that drives build soil is keeping the quality so we have repeat customers. If we had to go get a new customer every time, like a lot of hydro products, right. we'd be out of business pretty quick. And so last year we did have trouble. We were getting about two or three truckloads of compost in a week, and we definitely required more, and our suppliers couldn't keep up with us. And then we also had a bit of an issue with some of our suppliers having a rough winter out there in California and Oregon, just getting soaking wet, having some delayed time frames, some increased fungus gnats. And so we had to work through that, but um, we've come through it all stronger, and we've got some really big plans for next year. Uh, we, in fact, just finished a new soil recipe that we're going to release next week, and that has the grow stones in it for the first time as part of one of our actual lines instead of just adding grow stones to it. So that's part of why Shailene was out here uh, from Growstone. Uh-huh. And then, um, actually, just talked to you a little earlier today. I think he's doing pretty good right now. So yeah, well, Shailene formerly formerly Growstone, <laughs> we should say no. That's a yeah, yeah, formally. I guess <laughs> that's how this this industry moves so quick, right? So uh, yeah, it's for sure. But it's interesting for us to you know be working with the product now, and sure. we're trying to make it easier to hit that target moisture level for a new grower or for an experienced grower that's playing with different variables and. It seems like in living soil, if you get the watering wrong, it's you know it's a battle. So, well, yeah, and I guess you know condition-wise, it's once you get used to wherever you're at, like uh, that's that's uh, you know literally a whole another place when you go a thousand feet up or you know a couple thousand feet down or wherever you know. And it's like you know, maybe you're coming out of a place that actually has humidity, and you're coming to Colorado, and you're like, oh wow, this is not not you know it's another it's these little learning curves, these little like humps you got to get over. And organic, uh, of course, on top of that, you got kind of like where you know what what is your local microbial life looking like, and do you have any at all, and is it sustainable or is it going to just die when it gets there? You know, because there's a lot of I've seen a lot of places where it's meager and at best, you know what I mean, and they're trying to grow plants that are need a little bit more uh you know looser less clay i mean down south especially in pueblo i've seen some stuff where i'm like i'm just amazed the things even coming out of the ground you know it's like all crusted over and red sort of you know clay kind of real high clay content soil and stuff so it's a lot of challenges in colorado huh yeah a lot of challenges that are unique you know when you read most gardening books they talk about the pacific northwest and those soils and so when we're talking about Colorado, you've got a lot of people that are just concerned that the clay is going to suffocate them, and we've had farms that are working through those challenges on large acreage. And, you know, it ups the ante of the advice that we're giving as well as the people that are implementing it. You know, any one of these moves across 100 acres can cost a lot of money if it doesn't work. And so um, we're learning right along with everybody. We see some big opportunities in hemp for the future. We've got a lot of people on the western slope because of the weather out here yeah. that are planting. And so we hope to learn a lot more with you know, the industry as we go into next year. And how is that? Um, are you, uh, so on, uh, when you say hemp, are you talking like hemp, hemp, or are you talking like hemp, uh, CBD? CBD. Hemp, CBD. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. highest and best use right now is CBD. We're seeing a bunch yeah. of people that are doing it, what I would call half-assed, leaving males out, all sorts of stuff. But for the most part, everyone out here is tr- 
trying to produce the highest quality CBD oil. And it's all about growing as much CBD per acre, not really biomass. And so um, out here, it seems like the last couple of years, most people that are getting involved, they're getting started really late in the season because they're trying to figure out how to put seed out, put females out. Yeah. Um, and then all... the, big, the biggest issue with hemp is the equipment. You know, if yeah. you want to spread compost, if you want to do natural methods, most of the equipment right now in agriculture is not geared towards what we're doing. And so we have to borrow equipment, find it, drive it out, that kind of thing. Right, and have you been uh, so? What what size is the biggest ones? Like thirty thousand plants or something like that, or twenties, thirties? Well, it just depends on how dense they're planting. Most of these farms are doing like sixteen hundred to two thousand plants per acre. And so, if you're talking yeah. a forty acre farm and you're talking a couple thousand plants, you know, sure. you're fifty to eighty thousand plants. Yeah, and it's just a lot of work, no matter what you do. Yeah. Um, but but my interest is usually in the smaller grower that's got more of a luxury to treat his plants with all the right stuff. And then how can we start to transition those ideas that work the best into the acreage yeah. without, you know, breaking the budget and using a lot more resources. You know, yeah, I was going to say a couple of those hemp farms and knock your, uh, knock your, all your other growers out of the, you know, if they decided to go that route and go for the higher quality soil and, you know, actually kind of like give a fuck or whatever, but, but, but probably most of them don't, you know, too. And that's the, that's the other sad part too, though, is that people are, confusing in my in my opinion when they say the word hemp they're kind of like they it's like that to me is like i'm thinking industrial hemp you know i just keep thinking like oh really hemp you got how many acres and then all of a sudden it's like oh but yeah you're doing 2000 2500 per you know okay yeah yeah i got you so i mean to me that's like that's like growing weed really but it's just happens to be non-thc heavy so yeah it's just it's just growing low thc weed and we need it on that large of a scale the quality you know isn't usually as high as a greenhouse or anything like that it just can't be across that much acreage but when you're able to process it properly and get down to an oil that's being added into other products you know pet food products all sorts of different stuff having an organic cbd oil that's being produced um it's interesting because i look out here and I don't like to see a monocrop of 40,000 plants, but I also don't like to see corn being grown and all of the planes flying over, dropping the pesticides, the ammonium nitrate getting dragged through the soil. And so part of Build Soil's mission is going to be to improving soil. And I'd really like to create a business model um, that the small farmer can take and apply and go make money on their farm, whether it's with vegetables or hemp or hops. And I think a lot of the disconnect between the small farmer making it is that actual business plan so they can not only produce product but succeed in selling it so well yeah and, and right now the biggest problem is the bottleneck is is the uh raw turning it into a raw material to then turn it to distillate you know what i mean the distillate part they can kind of crank through that usually once they got the raw but the raw tends to be the kind of bottleneck point for a lot of people <laughs> just because it's a little bit even though it's like it sounds like it's, it should be easier which it is easier like thinking of the steps but when you get to the next step it's already like kind of there for you you know you just have to refine it at that that point so it is kind of like one of those when people start talking like 40 acres 100 acres and 300 you know, i'm like damn i'm like thinking about the poor guy who has to sit there and do that part of the job you know there's certain jobs that are just like damn that's like you know really gonna be a fucking tough one that's not gonna be the, the easiest uh it's gonna sound good and it's gonna like the numbers are gonna you off the fucking chart <clears throat> when you do what you could do, but you know, are you, so you, but you're just pretty much sticking to the grow side, right? You're not really into the processing side too much, or 
No. You know, I learned about it all just because I want to help be a resource. And one of the things that happens, I'm sure, especially you, you become a connecting point for other people. Yeah. And so it, it becomes the same here. I find somebody that's figured out how to process, built their own facilities so that they didn't have to have someone else process, and they were able to save enough money off of their own harvest yeah. turn around and now let their equipment be used to help recoup the cost of the equipment. And so it's starting to happen, but um, my heart's not in that really as much right now because I don't have my own 40 acres of hemp that I've done for a long time that mm-hmm. I can turn around and show people exactly how to do it. So I tell people in hemp that are working with us, um, we're having success, but I still tell people that it's really up to them to apply the things that we do to scale, and I'm here to help them solve that problem. Mm-hmm. But really what we're focusing on right now is a smaller grower and making sure that someone that, you know, has decided that they want to grow their own herb, they want to stop buying it for a couple of reasons. Maybe it's expensive. Maybe they found out how bad it can really go when someone else is growing your herb as far as what they can spray on it, how yeah. moldy and buggy it can actually be. Yeah. And so they, they want to grow. And so mm-hmm. one of the things we just released um, is a full living soil support system. And so a lot of the challenge for a new grower is they're really encouraged to do do-it-yourself everything. And a lot of times they suffer greatly because of that, because the learning curve is fairly steep day one. So we put together an off-the-shelf kind of product package consortium of all the stuff that we would give to a brand-new grower to make it really easy with premium build-a-soil products to run a grow from start to finish. And then we made it all free shipping, 13 items. It's called the Build-a-Soil uh, Complete System. It's the no-till bundle. Nice. And so if someone was just getting into no-till, um, mm-hmm. at least they could look to that bundle as sort of a list of products that they may look into either learning how to make themselves or learning how to use or find locally. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing we did is we made it free shipping. And so one of the things we're really trying to do a couple of weeks ago, we did a big free shipping test where we did free shipping in Colorado. If you spent 250 bucks, we did a half-off shipping everywhere in the United States. Um, it's crazy on you soil spent, stuff. You're like, how do you do and that? it was really hard because, yeah, a lot of the stuff's heavy. And so we ended up losing money on some orders. We made money on other orders. And, and overall, on average, I'm happy to report that the, the campaign was a success. We made more money than we would have. We were able to give away a lot better deals than we would have because mm-hmm. it, when people spent 250 on average, they bought some heavy stuff, some light stuff, and we were able to cover the shipping. But um, we're still trying to figure out how to get that to work permanently. Once we're able to introduce maybe a couple other distribution centers that lower our shipping cost, we should be able to activate a lower reduced shipping or free shipping above a certain spend. Right. And I think that's really where we're going to get traction because right now the home grower that wants to buy a few items, a lot of times their shipping is almost as much as the products they're buying because it's so heavy. So how many products would you need on the no-till, for instance, for like a typical, uh, say, uh, 10, 10 by 10 uh, room or something like that? So if somebody grabbed, I, I kind of break it down by like 4x4s, 4x8s, 10x10s, just because most of my customers are doing something in that range, unless they've got something else going on. And when you get to a higher level, most of those customers know what they want, and mm-hmm. they're telling me. Mm-hmm. And when it's somebody smaller, oftentimes they're asking. And so for a 10x10, depending on how many plants you wanted in there, the bundle I'm talking about is for about, I'd say, up to a dozen plants. Most of the ingredients will go a lot further than that, but some of them won't. And so... 281 bucks gets you completely done. You'd have to buy some soil and containers. The $281 system just supports it. And those are 13 products in there. It sounds like a lot, but that's like mulch, cover crop. Um, and so those are portions. Some top dress, some dry amendments, um, part of the integrated pest management, like for foliar sprays and pests. Mm-hmm. And so when you start to consider the full encompassing, not just feeding, but actually building the soil, 
feeding the worms that are in there and the, and the plants and also covering the pest spray. Um, that's where we got into the 13 products. And it used to be when I first started this, I would say just build the soil and just do water only. Uh-huh. And for the most part, you can do that, but it requires usually a lot larger volume of soil. And a lot of our customers are using smaller volumes, mm-hmm. and they're trying to get the yield up. And so, um, you know, we could talk about how that all system works, but realistically, I just want to mention that's something new. It's free shipping right now. Yeah. It's 281 bucks, and it gets all the products. And the unique difference is, for the first time, we built a feed schedule. I heard you guys talking about something else earlier. Mm-hmm. A lot of our customers are wondering when to do what. We've never had a feed schedule. It's always been just organic, shoot from the hip. And so now with this kit and right now on our website, under the growing system, you can download this PDF, and it has our full, complete feeding system from start to finish uh, using all those ingredients, as well as a complete schedule that is mirroring that, but all with do-it-yourself ingredients that you wouldn't have to buy from us. And so I think that would be a help maybe to someone who's newer to no-till or maybe someone who just wants to share ideas with us and see what we're doing. Nice. And so um, you're thinking like, like uh, I think we talked about it last time, like 7-gallon to 11-gallon, something like that maybe is what kind of average uh, pot I'd, size. I'd like to use 15-gallon as okay. about the minimum, and that's, that's what we're recommending in the bundle. Right. We, in fact, do free shipping on the soil and the geopot if you get the soil in okay. the bundle. And it's a little increased price, but it allows us to keep it free shipping. And that way someone can go at least to our website, not have to pay shipping, get everything that they need. Mm-hmm. I also see one of the growers asked about a problem with no-till for me is slow veg. And can you have me address that? And so, T, I see you on there. One of the things that I notice with, with veg, um, depending on your system, if you want a faster veg, um, you know, we're starting to use grow stones in some of our material and adding that extra oxygen in there, we've noticed increases that. Mm-hmm. Um, in earth boxes, it's probably some of the fastest vegetative growth I've ever seen. And so the earth box actually has a tube that allows air to come underneath the soil right. and a reservoir where it waters underneath, and we get hydroponic speed of growth there. And mm-hmm. so I feel like if that's something you're concerned with, um, getting your environment dialed, um, and, and to go on top of that, in fact, if you guys follow our Instagram, over this weekend, I'm going to be setting up a 4x4 um, no-till style geoplanter. And underneath it, I'm actually putting a 4x4 flood tray full of the large growstone lift. Mm-hmm. And so it'll be completely full. I have the 4x4 going on top, and we're going to do a Soma-style bed where we cut the PVC tubes into the, in there, letting the air under. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, I yeah, think we're going to see some really fast vegetative growth. And that's something you want like people just to kind of like give, them the, give them the instructions and they build themselves? or. Well, I don't know. I'm just, you know, as much as I have products that we offer, I'm also tinkering all the time. And so this is stuff like at my house, I'm always messing around. Here at the Build-A-Soil store, Mm -hmm. I actually called the Marijuana Enforcement Division. I called the local sheriffs, and nobody could give me a problem with us growing here in the store. And so we put four plants in, and we're actually growing some um, genetics from from Bodhi uh, right here in the store. And we're showing customers how it works. That's awesome. And we're actually doing a demo side-by-side right now where we're comparing our regular recipe with... A recipe where we actually took all the peat moss out and replaced it with pit moss. You know that guy from the Shark Tank? Uh-huh. He went on there and had a peat moss replacement, so we're trying that out right now. And, and it's uh, coconut at home, is it coconut I'm, pith or what, what kind of pith? No, no, it's just like shredded newspaper. It's all recycled, and then they run it through a process of enzymes that allow it to hold and uh, moisture and nutrients, kind of hmm. like a, a soil amendment. So. It literally looks like a bag of shredded newspaper that's been all, like, fluffed up and rolled. It's not so hard. And it's got a nice texture. It looks like it wouldn't work, but when you mix it in soil, um, it actually works. 
The challenge we ran into is it's got a high carbon and nitrogen ratio. So when we made the soil, it just composted at like 150 degrees right away. We really needed to let it come together for probably a few weeks before we planted into it. Um, and so it was really slow at first. But now things are looking good. And so we're optimistic that next year we might be able to work in some of this sustainable peat alternative that is good for the environment, doesn't have any salts, doesn't have any issues like cocoa mite in our setup and would allow us to reduce our dependence on peat moss. But right now, the peat moss side is killing it, so we're not there yet. We're going to keep tinkering until we figure it out. Yeah, I mean, you know, peat and peat is one of those things where it's kind of like, unfortunately, we're also, the whole earth's kind of changing where, you know, the, the poles aren't exactly where they were before. Things are uncovering here and there. Things are, like, happening where, I think, where we never would have thought we had that much peat, and all of a sudden, fucking, now we got, like, a whole... The ten, hundreds of millions of tons coming up, you know what I mean, in certain areas in Siberia or yeah. wherever. So I'm sure it won't, wouldn't be as bad in the long run as we kind of thought it was compared to to even, you know, like for me, rock bulls kills me because it's like one of those things where it's like, really? Like, unless we have a good exit plan, it's not a really good thing to be uh, doing large-scale production in North America yet. You know, Europe, they're pretty smart about it because they already know what's going on, so they're just like, all right, well you know, put it in the roads or do this or do, you know, they have smart exit plan. We don't really have one. We have just like, you go yeah. to the, you go to the landfill, it's just fucking uh, air filters and rock wolf. <laughs> That's all you can see. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. yeah I feel you. Um, no, it's interesting that production philosophy too, because one of the reasons I was thinking about Pete from a selfish perspective was that if for some reason, I didn't get my allocation of peat moss from Canada, mm-hmm. I'd be done. And so I'm interested in creating some diversity that allows me not to be so bottlenecked on one ingredient. And right. while peat has not been an issue to get, I don't think it's going to be an issue in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, I could argue with people that it's more sustainable than most of the other products out there. I still am always wanting to push that envelope forward, still look for the best product for the earth, and still look for something that might even improve our soil. And so far... I'm intrigued. I see happier plants on peat than I do on cocoa, though, normally. Like, when I'm, like, comparing, yeah. comparatively, like, especially, uh, you seen that uh, from Holland Playgrounds peat, uh, their, their peat, which is, like, called Supreme or something. It's um, it's yep. really got, like, balls of peat, you know what I mean? Like, actual balls of fucking high-density, nutrient-rich peat that instead of, like, when you rip open a, Canadian style and it's all just gray and kind of like dead, you know, like compressed and dusty. So there's a lot of there's a lot of qualities of that too, you know what I mean? Where you get like the stuff that's actually got some life and then stuff that's completely yep. and utterly. I found no, it's true, and that's why we go direct to Canada. We get a truckload when it shows up. We cut the lock off the back. We open it up. And we put all the peat here in our facility, and it, oh, wow. that's cool. it allows us to know that it's not two-year-old peat from the gardening supply store down the street that's right. been, you know, the bags ripped open, flapping in the wind. Mm-hmm. And it made a big difference because when I was building soil here locally, a lot of times, out of season in winter, the only peat I could find was some old, torn-up bags and. Mm-hmm. The soil, like you said, you'd open it, it was dry and nasty and dusty. And yeah, I love obvious. it when I get a fresh bale of peat moss, and it's really nice and full of life and full of acids and microbial life. So yeah. uh-huh. good stuff. Yeah. And so, yep. so what's all this? Some more new stuff because I heard you, you, know, you seemed pretty excited when we talked the other day. So I figured, <laughs> I figured we. <laughs> well, have I mean, it's exciting to me. So right now, what I'm working on behind the scenes in the business is putting together a new, a new reasoning for me to get excited about the business and share that with our customers. And so. Mirroring that 
thing we talked about with free shipping. We're really wanting to put a cohesive reason to do business with Build a Soil and position Build a Soil to be able to help other growers from within the community create products and start to bring them to the market and sort of support each other. And so RootWise is one of those products that mm-hmm. um, happened to work that way, and I hope to bring him on the show. Maybe we can come out there live and talk about it. Yeah, we're, really we're definitely product. looking but, forward to that. Yeah, but, but behind the scenes, since I've seen that working, I'm starting to think about a charity that I'd like to build and develop that would be geared towards, like I mentioned, that business model for farmers to actually produce money, education for organics, and you know, getting away from all the chemicals. But I don't have that finally figured out yet, so I'm not putting any of the money there until we formulate it. Once we've got it done, I want to be really transparent about where the money's going, how it's working, and I want our customers to know that every every purchase they make, a percentage off the top, will go directly to helping the environment and actually making a difference. And so couple that with the discounted and free shipping, couple that with the fact that we're going to be redoing our VIP program um, to help offset that free shipping. We're going to change some of the discount tiers and offer some freebie promotional giveaways. In fact, we're hoping maybe to work with you on doing our Build a Soil t-shirts on the Hoodlamp Hemp since the uh, Farms Not Farms t-shirts worked so well. Right. And so um, you yeah, know, once we figure all that for out, sure. For sure. we'll have the VIP program in place, the charity program in place, so that we can actually make an impact and then couple that with the free shipping, I feel like we'll have a really good reason for customers to do business with us and keep getting yeah. you know, higher quality products. Besides, besides the fact that we're already, you know, don't even have to sell sell you guys on the idea that, you know, if, if people like what you got and are looking for any kind of products that you're carrying, which they, you guys pretty much carry the gamut of what, what's out there, at least, you know, right now available that yep. we can get. And uh, on top of that, the service that we already know because that's 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 our deal we're like between you and james and the seeds here now and then the delivery of the fucking incredibles and we we got it covered you know everything because that's the thing when you when you have sponsors you want them somebody who when you're sending people there that they're actually now like dude that guy was a douche (laughs) (laughs) that would never be the fact with you guys because you guys are always you know definitely thinking uh about your customer base which is huge and also just like like you said, you're curious, so you're always got something new going down, which is awesome. So root wise, yep, even though we're going to have them on the show, obviously soon enough. But like, just give me a little quick, quick uh, overview on that because that product it, before you even before you ever contacted or we ever talked to each other about it, and even before Shay ever talked to me about it, somebody else talked to me. You know, so it was kind of definitely like one of those uh, products which I think people know works. It seems like so. Give me a little. Yep. Yeah. So. I'll give you the rundown. You know, we've done some shows where we talked about a lot of these products that were going to be coming in the future, bacterial mm-hmm. additives. I said that we were going to be staying away for a while until we figured it out. And so um, we've, we found out that there's just so many beneficial products on the market mm-hmm. that the whole industry, not only ours but others, are using probiotic as kind of a keyword. And everything from the grocery store, from drinking drinks with probiotics and yogurt with increased amounts, it's just become kind of a spin word. And so there's yeah. a number of microbial products coming out um, to carve out a niche in our industry, and they're guaranteeing some pretty phenomenal things, like tons of increase in yield, increase in this and that. And what I like about RootWise, he's not making any of those outrageous claims because he and I both know that the entire process of growing in a living soil system mm-hmm. is supporting that soil and the biology that's within there to be the interface between the nutrients and the plant. Because without the biology, we have a whole bunch of insoluble nutrients that the plant can't use. Right. And so uh, between there, guys will make teas and other things to release some soluble nutrients, but it is all about the biology. And so previously, we talk about compost teas. We talk about brewing up compost teas. 
and a lot of people would use a microscope to try and get the highest level of bacteria and fungus. Mm-hmm. And we all got away from that a little bit because we realized almost every tea just worked. And then as we started getting bigger scale, we realized that there, would, there was room in the industry for these beneficials that would be easy to apply, consistent, and actually have high, high volumes of bacteria and biology that were actual soil biology, that were how they interact in soil instead of how they interact in brood in a container. And so the RootWise biology is made in a lab uh, inside the United States that I really respect. They're products that he's been using for a long time and made formulated in the lab. Yep. Made in the lab. Was escaped. Uh, most of them are imported <laughs> from overseas. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't know if they irradiate them when they bring them in. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if the other companies that are selling us those products are messing with us, but I feel like most people start a business by mm-hmm. saying they want to start a business, finding some Alibaba.com or somebody out there that says, well, hey, we produce microbes. What do you want? And they pick up the menu, they pull a few things together, and they yeah. go for it. Where the RootWise microbes have all been scientifically tested and quorum sensed against each other to work together. So, for instance, um, if you look on the back of it, it actually promises the uh, colony-forming units, and we've done third-party verification that shows that they're a lot higher. Mm -hmm. And that's really important to me because there was a lot of products that we're testing out and coming in lower or non-existent. And then couple this with the very... That was a huge list. It's huge. that list last year or whatever yeah. came out, and it was like nobody had nothing. Well, and that <laughs> list had some nobody problems had with it because the, the, the way they do the testing is not the best. But yeah. let's just say that most of them aren't being honest anyways. I found a product from a guy that is legendary grower. We spent some time together at the Emerald Cup and really got to know each other. I like him a lot. Everybody that meets him likes him. And he has a track record of phenomenal success. Mm-hmm. And so everybody already wants to know what he's doing, how he's doing it. And so he really did rely on a lot of biology. And so he brought the products to the market. And I was, I was really impressed because at, at the opportunity you have when building a product, you can take shortcuts a lot of times that customers won't know about. Like, for instance, one of the things in a micro product is usually a humic acid or a soluble seaweed extract that helps feed the microbes and keep mm-hmm. them dormant, wake them up, that kind of thing. And he went out and, and sought out the very best seaweed extract, the best humic acid from Faust, um, you know, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say that, but at least he went through and really quality sourced everything. So from mm-hmm. behind the scenes, as far as a business owner, customer, talking to my customer, it's one of those products that I know more about the inner workings of than any other product, so I can trust it. Mm-hmm. And then he's got an enzyme product where the same lab fed the, all of these microbes are all fed on organic non-GMO substrate, which is, you know, rare in the community. And so that's important. And then yeah. They fed them until they produced all the enzymes that they make, and they bottled those enzymes, and they're available. So now you have this microbial product, and it comes with a liquid enzyme, and when you pair the two together, you can use less of both. They work really powerful together, and one little tiny bag does like 18 cubic yards of soil. So you don't have to spend very much money on this stuff. It's actually comparatively a lot cheaper than other methods of doing the same thing. But root-wise, when he talks about it, he has so much more knowledge from creating this product, Mm -hmm. and the specifics of what all of the functions are in the group. Nice. And when, when you speak with them, it's like, man, I've been looking at this process wrong because a lot of people are just trying to overduce, overdose these microbes and apply more than required. And then they're wondering why it's so expensive to go rebuy and they're not getting those results where very small amounts of microbes that have billions in a you know, teaspoon yeah. go such a long way. Um, it's more about keeping that fire going instead of just trying to light it all on fire at once. So yeah. we want to very slowly apply this, do it consistently. And then we get the whole soil food web working for us, breaking down and delivering nutrients and making sure our plant is happy. And a lot of times in living soil, what I see 
is someone grows a plant that is a lot larger than the container, and that might work when you have soluble nutrients, but in organics, the biology starts to sort of lose the race and not be able to keep up with your fast-growing plant. And so by introducing these biology, especially in indoor greenhouses, we're monocropping, we, don't, we have some disadvantages, these biological products can provide a lot of assurance against disease and pathogen resistance. Like, for instance, out here, it was really rainy and cold a little bit sooner than normal and a lot more moist in the morning. So we had a lot of people having some fungal and pathogen issues, and I feel like that these products really help with that. So that's why we're talking about RootWise as the living soil support product. Is Living soil is all about the biology. And then um, beyond that, one of the products we're most excited about right now, I'm sure that you guys have used um, some sort of amino product in the past, mm -hmm. with amino, amino acids in it. Well, we've carried a few. We had one that was soy, and we were really scared of soy because it's pretty high percentage chance GMO, that there's some GMO. adulterated some GMO in there, almost yeah. guaranteed. Even if it's proven to be non-GMO, there's usually some small trace amount. And so um, not being interested in going that route, we found a product that were recommended actually by Rootwise. He'd been using it a long time. And a lot of the big tree outdoor growers that have been doing 10-pound-plus plants have been using this pure protein dry product that was out for a while. And they would do foliar sprays twice a week and really just crush it. The amino acids are building blocks, even during flower, helping link the other nutrients together. And so we did our research, we found that product, and we took it a step further and found that the owners had split ways, and there's a new product called Thrive.N, or Thriven. And it is a very single ingredient of freeze-dried fish aminos. And uh -huh. So that's been one of our favorite products in a living system to help boost that vegetative speed of growth. And, um, is that like hydrolyzed? Is that like hydrolyzed fish? Too. Is that like, is that like yep. hydrolyzed? It's hydrolyzed fish? fish, but normally yeah. the liquid has phosphoric acid and a whole okay. bunch of other stuff in there. Where uh -huh. this is the purest form, and it's just freeze dried with no um, no phosphoric acid or anything. And the the reason why it's important is it's totally water soluble. So you can go through drip lines, you can spray it, and it also is an immediate effect. And it's a very very high percentage of amino acids, which are if you think of nitrogen or if you think of proteins like a long chain. Amino acids are the links in the chain. And so it's the mm -hmm. not only the micronized, but the aminos are the smallest, easiest to digest portion for the food web, which means now you're lowering the energy required where normally the plant would have had to work and process some of that through the biology to release these. Now you're giving the amino acids that are almost right there at the front door, ready for the plant to use. Mm -hmm. So that coupled with some microbes, we've seen some really big differences in yields and speed of growth. Um, and so that's why that's on our schedule. But other than that, it's kind of the same old thing, just top dressing, worms, using good grower practices. And so we're just repeating that conversation. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. Your feelers are out there in the industry. I swear it seems like over the last couple of years we've seen a big increase in people that are looking into organic no-till. Yeah. I mean, I, so I, I hope that I trend continues. But I preach it all the time. And I, my my, my uh, philosophy is that if you're going to be relevant in the delivery of your uh, medicine to whether it be recreational, medicinal, whatever. But if you're going to deliver that to the public and you're not doing uh, organic, then you're going to be lost at some point because it's certain right now people are just figuring it out. Like, but you know, once you like just, it's like eating food. You know what I mean? If you, if you can't, if you don't have a palate, there's some people out there who just don't, they can't taste anything. They don't give a fuck. They're going to eat McDonald's every day. They don't, they're, but they're not, they're not the, our customer base. And you can have other people who actually yeah. know kind of quality food. And they're like, Ooh, I'll spend four happy meals for like one, <laughs> one snack. You know what I mean? But I'll also eat less and, uh, you know, stay healthier in the long run too. So it's kind of like one of those deals where you, 
you, uh, you know, I'd rather wait until I got home or got to a place where I'd get something of quality and at least invest my money into the right sort of thing. So I feel like those little small people that delivered all those things will stay in business if there's enough of us, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's very simple, not a hard formula, not a hard formula, so... No, I, I agree, and you know, there's been enough cannabis grows for a long time, and we're all. It's one of those things where you, you talk about tomatoes or tobacco, and nobody grows their own, even though we're totally allowed to. It's not illegal. You can grow tons of it. You can grow as much of your own tobacco as long as you're not selling it. Tomatoes, you can have a thousand plants, but because it's so easily available, and people are so disconnected with agriculture, they just go to the store and buy the same shitty red tomatoes and the same <laughs> crappy tobacco. And yeah, um, I and feel like do. that market's going to be there in cannabis, but mm-hmm. there will be an arti- an artisan market where. You've got people that are working hard to create a craft-made product that will command a higher dollar. And I, I compared a little bit to the wine industry, mm-hmm. um, where you can get some white, Zim- you know, some white Zinfandel or whatever, or you can actually get a thousand-dollar bottle of aged wine. Now, I'm not saying they're going to age cannabis, but um, I think that the cultivation, um, the habits are going to change. It's either going to be the big bulls with all the money and no profit margin, or people that are doing really high quality. And I know that there's people that are doing cocoa grows that are introducing some organics and trying to find ride that line between production and quality. But really, if we can find a way to duplicate this no-till style, get production numbers up, and lower the, the costs, you're not repurchasing all of these products. We've got facilities on greenhouses that are producing back-to-back-to-back-to-back rounds using the same 20-gallon containers that are hitting metrics just like cocoa grows that have cleaner reports that have much, much lower bills because they're recycling all of their waste into their own warm bins instead of having it paid for to be destroyed. I mean, so many little angles that we can save money on within the organic realm, but it's all blown to shit when you have growers and a team that can't produce with organics. So it doesn't matter how good the idea is. If it doesn't turn into reality, then you're going back to the drawing board and back to the you know part A, part B, and just go do what works. And, and I want to avoid that by making it easier mm-hmm. for people to have all-out just – massive success with organics so much so that they never think about going back but yeah. it's not that easy because there's a lot of ways to fuck it up so yeah and and you know it's it's literally uh usually out of the gate that's the problem so it's like if you uh once you get because oh, sometimes you know you fuck up out of the gate and some people will just not know how to recover which is stupid but other people like fight through that and recover and all of a sudden then they're like oh now i get it you know what i mean or they get handed with something, you know, in a perfect, in, you know, in a perfect world, you do great, obviously, and everything's... Yeah, first grow, I know a lot of growers <coughs> just crush at their first grow, and then after that, it's all fucking downhill. <laughs> <laughs> and that's true, too, and that's, and that's actually more, I think that's even more the norm right there, is because they get... Yeah, late. they have no bugs yet, they got a clean room, yeah. there's nothing that can really go wrong, Right. pretty soon they're telling their friends, they're getting cuts from everybody, they get bugs they've never seen before, and so, well, it's you, also, you know, it, it goes through this whole learning curve. Pat themselves, well, the, the second you pat yourself on the back is when it all goes down. That's like, usually, that's like, you <laughs> yep, know, the minute yep. you go like, man, I'm the best, boom, <laughs> go down. That's why I love oh, gardening, so man, it's just like life. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, uh, so the, uh, I also saw you were looking for new people and stuff, and Getting like your, your staff is getting bigger than I mean because when we first started, how many people did you have in the very beginning when we when we like because we actually used you as a sort of test subject <laughs> because you were definitely the the ideal business that our our listeners like kind of responded really quick just because you had like everybody heard about no till they wanted to get involved and it's scary like it's like a scary leap for some people just because it's like. What do you yeah. mean? Just the idea of no-till just is like trips them out. They're like, no. It's like closed loop. It's like um, when you have like a closed room and you have your 
compared to a room that's got air in, air out, and it's all kind of old school, and then you got your closed room, and some people just killed it with those rooms, and other people just couldn't figure it out, because they'd be like, eh, it doesn't make sense, and then they got scared, and they'd start venting their air out and fucking it up, <laughs> you know, so you have to, like, you have to, like... Stay consistent. Stay consistent in whatever you do, I guess, you know? Yeah, and that's why I like gardening. It teaches you about life. You do have to stay consistent, you know? Your garden doesn't care if you watered it yesterday. It wants it again today. And a lot of people have one success yesterday, and they just kick their feet up. You got to put it hard in every day. You got to work. You got to hustle. And I think this, that's just the way the world works. Plants wake up every day and they just grow as hard as they can. That's what they want to do. Right. And I think that some people have that desire. Some people don't. And when you find organics and you start to see that there's possibility there, you can save money. There's better quality. For me, a lot of it was lifestyle. And so if it was easier for me to start, I would have done it sooner. But for the first time, with a good-sized bed of soil, you can leave for the weekend and not worry about your buddy fucking up your nutrient feed or the pH swinging mm-hmm. or a clog in your you know, deep water culture setup flooding the place. And so it fit my lifestyle. But the first year, I wasn't really interested in learning the highest quality way. I was just learning how can I get herb immediately? I'm out. I don't know anybody around here. I just moved, you know? And so um, I, I feel a lot of people go through that. They hear about growing and they're like, oh man, I need an auto flower and I need herb tomorrow. And right. then eventually they start saying, oh, what's the best genetics? What's the best light? And if they stick with it, it becomes something they like. They usually go off the deep end as a hobby and start dialing everything in. And so, um, you know, we can help everybody with that. But when I started, it was going to the forums, trying to get questions answered. And you, don't, you didn't really know who was helping you except for their reputation. So a lot of times you got bad advice. And right now, if somebody calls Build-A-Soil on our 855, you know, or just our, our regular Build-A-Soil line, we got all the people here know how to grow. Yeah. Yep. The guy that is packing the packages, huh? he, he grows better than I do. The guy that is out here at the front counter has been He's one of my first customers and was doing no-till before, really, before I knew about it. And his name's Zach. He's right here. He can help you all the questions. He's got a killer garden. Mm-hmm. And so now, all of a sudden, you got a product that you bought, or maybe you didn't. You're just curious. You're struggling with your no-till. And if it's 1 o'clock in the morning, you can just go on forums.buildasoil.com, ask some questions, and maybe someone will answer it. If not, in the morning, we'll be in the shop. You can call us. Any of our employees will answer it. If not... You can message us on Facebook, hit us up on our support at Build-A-Soil. Either way, we're here to help you through the whole thing so you can make it from start to finish. And i got to tell you, there's a lot of people that um, started growing and they just have an issue and they go back. And a lot of times, if we can move you through that, I want you to see what the other side looks like when you're able to get really good production out of organics and not spend as much money. So. Yeah, and like, like I said, it's, it's uh, definitely, like that's a selling point right there as far as, you can go to a festival, kids. Kids, you could actually go three days to a festival and probably probably everything will be okay. <laughs> Don't guarantee it because, you know, they, they might fuck everything up too. But still, for the most part, like that literally. And also, back in the day when, I, when, we, when you were a little bit more worried about having to maybe move your plants and stuff, whenever I had them on soil, <clears throat> I felt like, oh, okay, no problem. Go there, pick them up. <clears throat> move them, but if you have them in hydro, oof, you can almost guarantee they're not going to make the make the trip, you know. So it's like, yeah, th- those situations can also be like a lifesaver, you know. Yep, I know a lot of people that put their roots down and think they're going to be growing for a while, and something changes with the landlord or something changes with their life, and yeah. all of a sudden they're trying to move plants in the U-Haul, and it is a lot harder in a hydro setup. Now, <laughs> I know there's great ways to grow hydro. People can crush it doing it in hydro. They can get good at it, but what I always notice is that it becomes about the grower being good at it, where over here, the plant is good at it. I'm just trying to provide the environment and be a good steward. Mm-hmm. And there comes some differences in thought when that happens too. 
And I feel like when people are transitioning, a lot of times they carry their fact that they had to be in control over to organics and they start pH and everything and parts per million testing and trying to really analyze this whole organic model. And it's <coughs> difficult. You know, you start doing that and all of a sudden the tail's wagging the dog and you're using information that's not really helpful to our, su- to our style. So. I think we got an invader on our, our line here. Is that James Bean calling in all in time and stuff? 420 report, James Bean. Yeah, you can just sit back and sit back with your 420 report, Mr. James Bean. Well, I guess you can, you can invade our space, but we're gonna also you got much McCall coming in up after. So, uh, I, well, I got to get running here pretty soon too. One of the callers mentioned my girlfriend's actually at home right now. I had double hip surgery. Oh, okay. Recovered. Well, well really that's good. so 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 tell us tell us uh, what we got going on as far as uh, anything uh, any crazy specials before you get off the. Off the line with us uh, for the people who. Cool. Don't. Well, I'm going to put in the um, ADS 420 code. I'm going to activate it right now. Nice. And then what I want to do is turn it on for the new product that I was talking about. And so if somebody's brand new, they're looking at no-till, go check out our no-till bundle. It has 13 products. It's got free shipping. We're going to do 10% off of that. So not only you get free shipping, you get 10% off. And I'll turn it on right now so anybody can use it. And like I mentioned, check out forums.buildasoil.com. You can ask questions. It's brand new. Don't expect much. Um, and then I'd also like to get back on you guys on here with you guys and do a mm-hmm. little more specific show where maybe yeah. we can do some questions on specific subjects. I'd That's love it. to get together with RootWise because the soil food web and that whole interaction there, we could do a whole show on. And he's so fascinating to talk to. I think your viewers would really like it as long as we let them know ahead of time. So. Yeah, let's get let's definitely get him on. When, and, and next time you guys are coming across this uh, this side of the mountains, then make sure make sure to come through the okay. studio. It'll be awesome. Cool. I'm turning on the code right now. ADS all capital four twenty. It's going to be ten percent off. It's going to be off of the um, selected product, which is going to be that no-till bundle. Anything that's in that no-till bundle section. There's like two that. products. One's the soil and geopot. The other yep. one is the twelve like the the whole support system. And so basically anything in there, you can use that on, plus the free shipping. And then I'll be here to support you personally through the forums or here on the phone, whatever you need. And, then, man, I appreciate you having me on the, on the phone. You. Anything Thanks, else man. I can do for you guys before I jet? Oh, no, man. It was awesome. And uh, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll link up that, soon. What's that up? Jeremy? I'm from, from, from Bilbasoil? Yes, that's Jeremy yeah, from Bilbasoil. What's up, man? All right. What's up, man? Nothing. I just have a lot of my happy customers or your happy customers. They tell me. You know, they get good stuff from you, and you deliver everything. And uh, I guess you give better customer service than than, than than we might. And that's pretty hard to beat. Oh, oh shit. Ooh, well, dude, whoa. I really want to get together because I've been thinking about I, Synergy with a seed company, about how maybe we could do some promos and work together with that you know? since your products are so much cheaper to well, ship, you know? Yeah, and, and I only have like 40 seed companies, maybe 700 strains, so I'm sure we could figure some out. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing we can find there, huh? Yeah. Sounds All right. Well, good. I'm going to use this as a, as a reason to connect with you here after the show sometime next week, okay? Sounds perfect. Yep. Don's got my number. All right, man. It over. But thanks for being See you, Adam. Being a connector. Week. Yep. Take care, man. Talk to you yep. soon. All right. Bye-bye. And good gear. Jeremy's a good guy. I hear a lot from the, from, uh, from our customers calling in saying they don't, you know, because we can't tell people, you know, we, you can't germinate the gear. And so we tell him, we send him his way, and he, he, you know, we get feedback. He takes care of him, talks to him for, you know, half hour sometimes doing stuff. So um, another really good guy. Yeah, like you only gave me five minutes. He gave me half an hour, bro. That guy is way better. But he also has some, I'm sure he gets some in-depth questions. Uh, right I'd give here. you more than five minutes if you wanted more than five minutes. <laughs> but I'm just a minute man, you know. Uh, yeah. Got to hit it quick. I'm out. 
in and out, in and out. So uh, at least you sound good today. You don't sound like you're inside of a fucking wind tunnel or some bullshit. So that's always good. Yeah, I'm not sure why. Um, I'm actually not standing in a wind tunnel, which is nice um, for yeah, change. But that, I, it doesn't sound like either, so that's good. Good. So, um, so, so tell me, tell me a little bit about uh, what other specials you got coming up. What seeds are now? Because you know this is your big oh, yeah. uh, soapbox moment. Do you have any? Before before we get OG Cushman on, is he coming? Is he really going to come on in, in five minutes, or is he going to be just like forget about it? No, I, I had a big talk with him today. I was like, dude, maybe look like a douchebag last time. Uh, <laughs> well, that's not set up. up. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, so he is. So he is calling in in five minutes. He is calling in in five minutes. You're saying? Yeah, I'm texting him right now, but make sure. That, yeah, because because I told him, and he said, I said, I sent you the text, and he sent me back, and he was like. Hold on for ten minutes. I was like, "No, three twenty is three twenty. Like, what part of that? I can't push it back ten minutes. The show must go on." Yeah, well, he can. Go, I mean, he can come on in five minutes or whatever. So there you go. Tell him. Tell yeah, him, oh yeah, of course. Tell him. Call in. Here's the number. Whatever. Give us your. Give us the okay. story again. See, the thing is, you told the story, but you had a terrible connection, and you were trying to like jibber jabber over a whole bunch of crap. And I was like, "No one's going to get any of that." So, might as well get the real deal. Oh God. What? He's busy. No, me, just uh, jibber-jabbering. <laughs> you, you were jibber-jabbering, and the thing is, you were talking through, like, a sock or something like that, or tube sock. It was supposed to be on the phone. It was like, all right, I guess we we should have the rest. So so what other specials you got before we get OG uh, on here? What's your... Uh... So just a, just a ton of, a ton of specials on the, on the website, of course. Um, yeah. But everything, we've got a lot of buy and get ones, and so I know that we've got your stuff. Uh, TH seeds, which is normally fifty-five to sixty bucks a ten pack, mm-hmm. we've got those buy two get one free. So that brings them down to like thirty-three bucks a pack. So 33, 33, 33, um, 33, 33, 33, 33, 33, 33, 33, 33, 33, 33, 33, 33, 33, 33, 33, 33, 33, 33, 33, 33, 33, 33, 33, 33, 33, 33, 33, 33, 33, so anybody types in ADSI 10 on Seeds for Now, you'll get 10% off your entire order. Uh, ADSI. So you can push that code. Getting all international yeah. on this now. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, I, I, I. I, 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 And who else, uh, who else you got showcasing? How did those drops go last couple of weeks with uh, you had the exotic drop oh, and all those? Uh, crushed it? Like that, that, that went great. We just restocked that. A lot of people are, sli- are sleeping on the uh, trilogy strain that he has. Okay. Um, and, and the trilogy is uh, Starfighter, the cube, crossed with his new LAOG, triple OG. Uh-huh. And so it's just two big boys crossing each other. So I was like, damn, that's the thing. Right. Um, and of course, he's got the Coco Puffs and um, all, all this stuff is just really solid. And uh, I got gifted six jars of. Um, like the milk and cookies, and uh, what else? Like I got donkey butter, a um, couple other strains that are just. He's, I mean, he's he's a phenomenal grower. Don't get me wrong, but like, you've got to have the right genetics before you're 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 even able to achieve those end growing results. And he's got phenomenal genetics, and his end results. I mean, I well, we are egotistical, but I I can I I don't think I, I could ever grow the weed. <laughs> I was just like, damn, look at this stuff. And it's way manicured. It's so tight. But, um, and then just dense. Everything's just super, super dense. Wiener's out. Wiener out. Wiener out. 
Catch you guys later. Yeah. It's like right. to go buy some cheese. Wiener's got to go get cheese. Nice. Cheese <laughs> for his wieners. We need wiener cheese, man. Wieners and cheese. <laughs> wieners and cheese so, we, also, we also just did the big ethos drop, mm-hmm. and that has been huge for us. Uh, we're getting, we have uh, four restocks of those coming in right now, or at the end of the week, but um, he did the, the, the Lemon OG, we released the uh, Lemon OG, uh-huh. the Snowball S1, and then we got the Lime Killer R1, the Lemon OG Haze R2, Gold Cookies, Form Cut Cookies, Ethos Cookies, see, Friday night. Uh, A lot of cookies, cookies on cookies, cookies. cookies on cookies on cookies, which is Crescendo R1, but, but they're all thin stocks, so... Mm-hmm. You know, a lot, a lot of people that just want to throw six in the ground and not have to worry about it are going <clears> to <throat> bite those up. Right. Um, the Colin OG S1 is out. Of course, uh, we did a, the other uh, Canarado drop last week as well. Still got a couple of those, but uh, nope, most of those are going to be gone. But that guy flies his stuff too. Mm-hmm. But we will have uh, the very last packs of Chris's gear when uh, he comes on here in a minute. Did he get back to you? Um, not yet. Oh, it's going to be no show. No show. No, we're good. We're good. <laughs> oh, no. No show, no show yet. So, um, so why don't you give me, uh, three minutes, I'll three-way him and call you back. Sure. Go for it. You just go for I it. I know in the bean can. You, you, you three-way that one. Sounds like a plan. Yeah, Sounds like a plan. Right. We'll all do dabs, and Good you'll. Job. We'll all do dabs while you. Uh, yeah. See you guys. Wiener out. Wiener out now. Clogs and all. <clears throat> so, uh, was the bass from before coming through again, or that doesn't really bother anybody? It was just the sound of the mics last time was terrible. No, I just think uh, with a flat EQ. Yeah. Everything's was kind of bassy. You've been, you've been I think. smoking all day, Dan. You've been smoking dabs all day. Smoking who? No, just we have the bass from upstairs next door kind of thing going on. You well, know, I, I cut it about it's a quarter, good. and it seems to help a lot of people's uh, issue you with that. Okay, hello, yo, 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 yo. How's it going, guys? Hello, hello. How's it going, man? Can you hear me? How you doing? I can hear you. We can hear you. Am I cutting it and out? No, you oh. sound better than better than uh, James, so that's good. Yeah, sound better than me. So I'm James, good. James gets like he somehow he's in a hole. He's like in a K hole for one second, and then he's back, and then he's up and down. It's like a weird. What are you doing? It's Dishes? a horrible drug. It is. It is. So uh, we we talked about your. Uh, we talked about your Hold issues. On one second. Oh Jesus! What's he doing? Dishes. <laughs> Oh, Here, we go. Here we go. Here we go. People forget. Hello? Yo, you're back. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So, so sorry we missed you last week on Friday. Yeah, I was just saying. We, yeah, I was in a... You were a big meeting, power meeting? Yeah, I was in meetings. Benny meetings the last did you couple weeks straight. Did you have a suit on? Were you wearing your suit? Yes, sir. Yes, I was. Okay, so then it was a real meeting. It was a suit meeting. It was not even just like a, I'm having a meeting, no, meeting. I'm sitting around doing nothing. I got, I got you. I had the suit on. You were the new Chris. <laughs> the, the Chris. Yes, yes. Chris 2.75500132 unit. No, now you're giving him a summer number. Oh, no. 
So how are you guys doing? I'm good. I'm good. good. I was just telling I was telling these guys last week about the fuckery that happened to you that uh Say had transferred to me, uh that we had talked about. And so but I guess I didn't uh explain the story quite nearly as well as you could have, so I had to wing it. So they don't like my story if they want to hear it from the man. Yeah, well, you know, it was it was it was a little mumbly jumbly and all over the place. You can think about it. James, James tried to tell your story. Agreed. Do you really want that? Nobody wants that. Okay. No, I mean not 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 often. I've heard it once, so Well yeah. We you want to get you back on the phone and we can tell that. And then and then uh I do have a uh I have a sort of thing we can use for a giveaway later if you want to do a giveaway, James. Oh. Like, like we talked about. But, but it's a, it's going to crash the system because it's so fucking awesome, right? We already know that. Guarantee you're going to crash the system. Just just putting the image up My, is going to guarantee crash our in-house system. We just know that, so we'll do it at the end, so we don't just we don't right. Okay. I guess. Okay. Yep. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Because it's such a heavy, cool thing. You could you could take the image up on your Facebook page and make all your listeners go to their Facebook page and look at that image. That way, you do all those Facebook pages. All right. Ah. Uh-huh. Could do that. 20, 20th person to call in gets Adam Dunn's personal home number. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> That'll help. Um, no, I've already got it all set Yeah, up. right. I've already he got hasn't it. paid his phone bill in like three months. Yeah, you know, like, do, do, do. it's like... You're like, that dude. Oh, man. So... Anyway, tell us a little bit about the fuckery that happened. You Everything was going great. Life was great. And then... Blam! It all happened, right? Usually, what happens? Yeah, I mean that's that's just life, man. That's what happens, but right? But it, I mean, shit started getting weird. Yeah, shit started but, but, getting. I lost my spot. Fucking got a hundred thousand dollars worth of seeds stolen out of my my actual home. Yeah. And then they left your TVs and shit, right? Like left your TVs for cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it was a straight fucking rip-off just trying to get your gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a gear, a, a gear smash, that's for sure. I mean, they they got everything that I had that was available. All my my seeds were not packaged. Uh-huh. All my bulk. And weren't really labeled either, so they got a whole bunch of fucking really cool nothing. Yeah, of course, they don't know what the hell it is. So, so I was trying to explain last week that, that we had the last remaining packs and Archive has the last remaining packs. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you want to buy from trusted distributor. Um, that's why you buy from trusted distributors, so you don't get bullshit. But, uh, you know, we have the last remaining packs, and the, the chat gang, if they see other packs out there, other source genetics gear that's, that's not in packaging or shouldn't didn't come from one of us, let us know. You know what I mean? Let's hunt this guy down and try to get a lead on him. Yeah, hundred percent. You, you guys in archive are the only people that uh, that has any any seeds of mine at all. I I do all everything hand to hand, patient to patient myself usually. Yep. So and then, if it's not from me, it's not from one of you two. It's got to be a fake. Yep. So and then we'll get you some all new packaging on your next release. We're gonna get that ready to go. So it'll all be done. Yeah, I'm I'm embarking on a pretty crazy project right now. So it's probably gonna be a little bit before I get another release out. At least four or five. Oh. I gotta go jack the prices up on your seeds now, damn it. What's that? The night I go jack the prices up on your seeds. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what, what, what kind of project are you working on? Um, I'm not really at liberty to speak about it, actually. Um, but I'm, 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 I'm delving into the, uh, corporate world of cannabis, let's say. 
Interesting. Really, really cool. So I know that you've put in a lot of groundwork moving shit back and forth back in the day. Wow. You know, you know, it's in my opinion, and mark my words down on this one, that uh, big money is coming. Big corporations are coming. We don't yeah. know that. And I figure if I can build a team of like-minded individuals like myself, with the, with the corporate backing that some of these people provide, and the structure they provide, I think the sky's the limit with the quality, clean medicine that we're going to be producing. So by attacking from the inside out, rather than standing there and saying, oh, shit, the corporations are coming, the corporations are coming, I'm stepping up. Right. And I'm, I'm going to set the bar. We are going to set the bar. I'm not at liberty to say the name now, but you guys will hear about it soon. I'm damn sure of it. <laughs> We're, no, cool. I'm sure Adam would love to have them on the show when they want to release their stuff. We're well stacked and well qualified. It's pretty crazy. All right, so I just posted it on the Adam Dunn show. So there you go. Oh. It's the pick three. The it's the it's the it's the pick three. Chris Casas uh, off the off my uh, <laughs> line, <laughs> off my lineup. So you got you got to get all three of them. You got to get all three of them. You, of you course. can't. Uh, you, you can't record my IP. <laughs> yeah, of course. This, this is only... Like my lawyers will be in contact with you. <laughs> I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. Uh, I could have just it's put... So, it's okay. I only, sue, I only sue for like an eighth a week, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Keep me happy for an hour or two and I'll forget about it. That's it's a good... you bring that up, but there was more fuckery last week than in Portland. Um, this, this, this company, Hippie Crack Genetics, thinks that they, they just bought like five packs or ten packs from me last year. And they just bred them. They inbred them. Just took a male, took a female, made enough to. Uh, and and then we're at the same show as we were at. We're selling them, and it just cut cut and pasted all the info off of my site, and just cut and pasted the pictures. And we're just reselling Odie's <laughs> quantities up too. And they, and they thought they had no problem with it. They're like, no, well, this is James. Check weekly. James, hey, yeah. welcome to the industry. Oh no, I know. But I'm just like, that's <laughs> fuckery. That's horrible. Why you're fucking your customers and you're, you're fucking that breeder's brand, his name and. Yeah, there's a couple companies that uh, that do that with some of my stuff. I don't even pay them no mind, man. Everybody's got to eat. Yeah, that's what the big guys say. Like, you know, crack it. I guess there's actually a chat on. I'm definitely not. I'm definitely not not a big guy at all. You know what I mean? I don't consider myself one. But you know, people people do try to do their own things, and and you know. If they don't want to give any credit or anything, that's fine. I don't care. We know all know where it comes from. <laughs> yeah, especially now with all the pilot stuff. You use certain strain names in products, and I name those specific strains. So it's like, go go ahead and make a fool of yourself all you want. I don't care. Don't hurt, it doesn't hurt my bottom line. You know what I mean? Yep. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what do you got? Um, what you just sent me was uh, some. I know I got some monster cookies. Some of the schmolians. Schlemmens, uh, Cookie Monster, Mango Haze, not the forum, Mango Haze, Circulated G Mango Haze, which is a really awesome, really awesome combination there. Some gnarly things coming out of there. Mm-hmm. And then, and these are all regular. Yeah, these are all regular. Schlemmens. These are all regular seeds, or any feminized stuff, or all regular. All regular, man. Regular, bro. All regular, man. He's not on the Femstock train yet at all. No, I saw his fingernails at the last show. They weren't totally black. Yeah, They're dirty black. They weren't dirt black. They were not black end like with nail polish yet. So we understood. 
It's a telltale sign. We already know. We know what's going on, right? Does anybody know anything? What was that? What? Everybody eating peanut butter out there? What's going on? Everybody like on a peanut butter chair? Like, dude, I just ate a giant. <laughs> anyway. I'm eating bacon and eggs right now. I just said I just said your fingernails were just dirty black. They weren't not necessarily turning black yet, so they were. You're okay. We haven't started feminizing yet. My fingernails. My fingernails are clean as hell, bro. I said I'm on the just directors. kidding. It's a joke. Anyway, it's an inside joke. Me and James only know. Only James. James, you understand? <laughs> James doesn't understand even the inside joke that he doesn't get. Oh well, never mind. So <laughs> besides <laughs> your cleanly. The cleanliness of your fingernails, because oh, we know it was, that. It was on, it was on mute. I was laughing my ass off. Oh, my God. It was on mute. He was laughing his ass off. There you totally go. laughing on mute, man. <laughs> oh, see, that was like, geez, hanging. They're just like leaving me hanging. Leaving me hanging. This is what James always does on the show. He sounds like he's doing all nine different things at once, which you know he is. So that's the, that is the thing. You there? You back? No. <laughs> so, OG, what's is, going? Is, is you back, Chris? Chris is back. I'm just, I'm just waiting for you guys to talk about normal stuff. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Okay, we're, we're done with the fingernails. We're over that. We got over that. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on to normal stuff. It's not feminized. That's good. That's where I'm at too. So. See, see what happens. See what happens, bro. I put a fucking suit on, and now I'm serious like shit. I know. Now you're all boring and yeah, shit. Great. It used to be so cool and easy, so, easy going. Great. Now so, you're always grumpy. Where's the tie dye OG Kush man? We need the tie dye OG Kush man. I know, and we I don't know. even have. To, we don't even see that's you, like, and we know you're wearing a suit. That's the worst part. It's like not even like we. We can't even see you. You could even pretend oh. you're, you're not wearing a suit. You, you called me on a Friday, man. I just have a special like. Festival series, Adam Dunn show, the next time I'm at a festival, like fucking high, higher than when, you know? Well, where are you That'll going? What festival show. are you on? You must be going your way to or from one, right? I mean, that would be. I'll just talk to myself the whole show. You guys don't even have to be there. Oh, yeah, that, was e- that would be easy enough. And we just put a little clip on your visor of your crystal. Your, on, next to your crystal on your visor, we'll just stick one. Boom, done. You wouldn't even know it's there. Crystal camera. Yeah, crystal camera. I'm really high. I'm just gonna talk to myself for like a fucking half an hour and tell you guys about it. That's that. Yeah, or just do Facebook Live. That's that, stuff. that is a show. Yeah, you just do that and see how much <laughs> we want to watch it for like 35 seconds. But um, yeah. but in general, no, I would actually watch. Actually, you, I would watch. You'd be more fun than most. That is for sure. Honest, now that's not serious I'm, though. Let's I'm, talk some serious shit because you, you're wearing a suit. You want to be serious, so. Uh, what's what's all this corporate? What's all this corporate? Kenoji <laughs> Kush, are you going out? You're blowing up billboards. Things coming down. What's going on? Tell me. Yeah, man. I mean, I, I I I explained the gist of it to you guys. You know, mm-hmm. uh, the industry is changing, and if we can set precedent, right, and really lead the way, others will definitely follow, and that's the way it has to be, man. Or else we're going to wind up smoking a bunch of fucking garbage, dude. No, I mean it's already happening. I, you see it. You see it quickly, uh, as fast as it it grows. And if it grows too fast anywhere, it gets turned to shit right out of the gate. Some states don't even have a chance. Other states, it's greed. You know what I mean, or whatever. And then this is like, it's also that the extract market is just killing it too because people just don't care anymore. They're just kind of like grow it, extract it, harvest it early. Love's kind of getting lost. You know what I mean? It's turning kind of factory. Uh, 
which is what we all dreamed about and feared at the same time. You know what I mean? None of us really wanted to admit it, but we all kind of wanted to see the giant factories. And we see it, and we're like, oh, no, this is horrible. It's like, you know, it's like watching, yeah, the thing you kind of thought about, but now it's out of control. So that's the way I look at it. But I understand. Yeah, it's it's gonna get yeah. it's gonna get worse for it's better. That's for sure. But trying to lead it from the front, I think we'll be all right. Especially with some of the people that I put together and some of the people that are on my team already. Yeah. Well, that's I mean that, that is what it's all about. A good team is, is we have we pretty much have an all star team uh-huh. of all all stars. That's like. The all stars are the all stars. Is what you're trying to say? You're trying to double yeah, all star. You're a yeah, double all star. Yeah. They're they're the all stars of the all stars. Okay, I got you. I got you. I'm actually I'm actually managing the team, bro. Well, now I feel like 100 percent confident that you are the all stars of the all stars. Are you? Are you? Uh, are you guys uh, going on the road, or are you just sort of sticking to one spot, or what are you doing? What's what's the plans? Because it's big, big country now. That's a bit. That's the crazy part about it. Is every time you turn around, you don't really want to lock yourself into somewhere, knowing that this next thing might happen if you once you get to a certain uh, level. Because things are like some states, the rules are maybe sound good now, but by the time they actually get into enacted and you actually have a product on the shelf, who the fuck knows? You know, it's like, <laughs> just you know, they can go any direction. But they want. but but with all due respect, you're talking about. California, we set the direction for the nation. We're the sixth largest economy in the world. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It's not what you guys have experienced. This is way, way, way different. Oh yeah, no, California, of course. I mean, that's going to be the next. But it's also going to get. It's the next behemoth, but it's also the next regulated up out the ass kind of thing where people are going to get frustrated as fuck because they're going to make it so there's no, you know, in, like like we already know, no mom and pa's. They'll be gone. <laughs> You know, everything will be corporate and, you know, we'll, like you said, we have to lead a little bit in, but at the same time, there's going to be so much out of our hands that, and, you know, if you want to protect your name and things, it's expensive. It's like one of those, we're going to do a special in about uh, two weeks, I believe, with a chick who's from, who did an article in GQ and she's like, you know, it, it was like, you know, Philos and people we already know in the article, but it's, it's, it, you can see how it's already getting to the point where they're all just like salivating on the sideline, waiting to pounce on all our shit. You know, I mean, we know that. So it's going to be a almost unfightable battle in some directions. You just have to kind of like, you know, make your stake and make people know who you are and what, what, what brand you are before. You know, if they directly steal it, yeah, you can do something. But if it's like just stomp all over it, which is what they're gonna do, you know, in a lot of ways, I think. What? That's kind of what we're we're already starting to deal with it. You know what I mean? It's yeah. it's pretty crazy. Um, I mean, there's not a lot I can say without going too deep into subjects, but I mean. Well, yeah, people literally don't have a fucking clue, so they just look on what what seems to be working for, for someone else, and then they're like, oh, they'll hijack almost anything, your name, your, I mean, your identity, your whatever. I mean, two, two months ago, I had a basic comprehensive plan in the direction that I was going to take my company. Uh-huh. Um, when, when legality hits here in California, and then I was 
invited into a crazy meeting, sat in a group of intelligent, awesome people that really have a vision uh, of, of <laughs> it's an amazing vision, you know what I mean? And then once you get the scope of what's really going on and how it's going to be, if you don't, if you don't join the right team, you're, you know, yeah. you, it's like, it's like, it's like, yeah, Jesus, it's like being in T-ball, it's being in T-ball the next week you're standing in, uh, in front of Henley Jensen pitching, you know, you're in the bottom of the ninth, you've got to hit a home run, that's all, that's the only choice you have, Right, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. But, but all you've ever played is T-ball, mm-hmm. if you're not adapted, if you're not ready, you're getting your ass struck out. Right. And you're getting up in the dirt. Yeah, and that's going to happen. That's just, and that's going to happen a lot across this the board. Has been, this, sure. has been, this is my, my my eyes have been open in the last couple months, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I've been given an opportunity, and I'll be damned if I don't die before I carry this plan out. Right. Well, I mean, it, the, it's, the it's uh, a once in a lifetime opportunity, and I'm I'm going after it like 100. Mm-hmm. percent Well, California is definitely the the big prize and at the same time it, I mean, to me I like I like the other little places that don't that haven't seen it ever because it's always like what but you know at the same time the rules change in those places so fast Cali's just going to be I think uh, a clusterfuck between the reality of the shift from people growing up in the hills and having you know making their money that way compared to people down in right away, you know, being wherever ag land is in proper central California and, and, you know, ready to ship it out and trucks ready to pull in and pull out. And just once it goes federal, it's fucking, it's kind of over for all the small, smaller farms, which were were huge farms back in the day. Without, without getting too deep, you know, what goes on in California, Mm -hmm. should California succeed? And it will. We will set the pace for the rest of the nation. Our regulations will get ran into the other industries. You so will think, see this happen. So you think Cali's going to separate financially? What's that? You think Cali's going to secede from the from the country? No, not at all. Oh, not okay. at all. Okay. They're going to secede. I was like, damn, there's a revolution going on. Revolution on my air. I was ready for it. I was ready. What what I'm saying, what I'm saying is through through compliance uh-huh. and proper working proper avenues. Let's say mm-hmm. the laws can be changed and made by us on the forefront as it happens. If you're not working in a compliant direction, you might as well just stop because with no compliance, there is no cannabis industry. Yeah, there just isn't. Well, that's all there is to it right now. Well, right now too, the the up until let's say realistically about five six years ago, it was almost all self regulated in the sense in a weird way, and it was like it. We, no, we, well, that's what I'm getting. You you watched it happen in Colorado. Mm-hmm. You watch people get eaten up and spit out. Yeah. Some of them are friends, you know, mm-hmm. and it is what it is. Some of them adapted and are still leading the industry. And some of them have it. Some of them had to reinvent themselves in other parts of the industry. Yeah, it's crazy. If you don't prepare and you don't have a proper team behind you, you're not going to succeed. Well, also, I mean, you got most a lot of growers and a lot of 
people who actually were pretty successful at what they did kind of did everything, you know what I mean? They didn't have, maybe, maybe they had one guy that helped them out or something like that, but for the most part, it was an all-in-one package, and then when you get into the reality of doing a business, you kind of like, all right, you're probably not also good at business, you know what I mean? You're probably, you're really good at that, then you might want to stick to that, but then also people want to, you know, get into the business and spend their little nest egg that they've held on to as spent in the first six months and there's like shit okay now what you know so there's a lot of like disasters and then they get picked up by the bigger guys who are now the smart ones who are probably the same guys that you were sitting in the room with but at the same time they have nicer ideas but at the same time they're also just scooping up all the properties and making them into like big you know conglomerates and that's cool but it's at the same time also a little scary because it's like you know the level of growing gets above a thousand lights and you're you're starting to you know there's it's pretty hard to have consistency and like you know everybody's feeling like they're getting the love and you know so it, it can happen but it's also like the scale starts to get a little bit crazy so are you working like yeah were you thinking yeah, about thinking I'm... about that at all or <laughs> the scale just a little bit i guess you could say you mean like uh, those things that are on the outside of fish, right? Scales? Yeah, exactly. Those things, shiny things that taste terrible. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, but not the scale. I mean, I mean, I mean, like you said, you get left behind. I mean, but but you know, I don't think any of us really uh, are efficient above like as a grower above like two hundred lights, and then you really start to get like by yourself. Okay, I'm fucking. I'm like way like can't even like pay attention to these things because that was always like about you know that was like the big big rooms back in the day nowadays it's like pff, it's just a little this is a little that's my bedroom you know what i mean so you're with, like holy fuck with proper with proper planning and a team behind anything's possible man mm-hmm. yeah and i think it's but a lot of people don't don't have uh an understanding of uh sometimes they overdo it like here there's uh guys who have like way too many growers you're like how many people coming in like and then you see you know it's like a guaranteed bug infestation because a lot of those guys are growing at home and bringing in bugs and then there's like so many there's no you know nobody's gonna say they did it but uh are you doing any uh are you actually growing on any large part on, on any kind of things right now are you just kind of helping over me yeah I mean, I've, I've run a couple large rooms myself. Right, but nothing right giant. But I mean, my, myself, one person. Yeah. And and one helper, and we knocked it out of the park. Yeah. But this scale, no, I have it. No. And frankly, I just look at it like you said. It's all scalability. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's all it's all thinking on an exponential level. Right. You take a plan, you apply it to B scale, and you just apply the plan and execute the plan. Yeah, well, I mean, I think right now, too, the, the the things that when I I was resisting the whole time when I lived in Holland, which was the Dutch way of thinking, which was way too big. And, like, you know, they always wanted to do acres and acres of greenhouse and have tulips or whatever and put their lights super way up high and, like, still manage to pull out these beautiful plants. And I'd always be walking through, like, this is kind of crazy, you know what I mean? And now it looks exactly like our grows, like, to the T, you know what I mean? Maybe a little lower on the and a little tighter on the light formation, but for the most part exactly the same you know because at a certain point you got to give in to all your fancy things and kind of like well that's reality well that's that's 
that's where that's where uh, without getting into you know that that's where our industry is headed mm-hmm. a legit agricultural industry mm-hmm. but with cannabis and it will have two arms it will have a medical arm and it will have a recreational arm mm-hmm. but yeah and the hemp side is um, also huge too which is like that's but I mean the un- I mean um, what 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 would you do with 480,000 square feet, Adam? Right. I mean, that's like, <clears throat> I mean, 150 is like already, like you're in like in a Walmart. You feel like you're in a Walmart. You know what I mean? You're like, what the hell? And that is just, uh, you know, is there enough weed grown in California, you think, after like five of these kind of people around? That's nuts. This market's a lot larger than you're even considering, though. You, you got there's uh, again, I, I, <laughs> I can't talk a lot, man. But mm-hmm. uh, it's it's a it's it's on a, it's on a scope that you're not really thinking about. Hmm. Well, I mean, of course, call it, call it, you, you, if you consider that all four or five of the legal recreational states outside of Alaska, mm-hmm. all the recreational markets all fit in Southern California. Oh yeah, for sure. Was like fourteen million you know, or something like that. Our our our, our state's pretty huge. Mm-hmm. No, so, it is. I mean, it is. It is. I mean, it's it's an the, the, the scope the, the scope you're thinking of is it's it's just not big enough. Mm-hmm. I I wasn't thinking big enough. <laughs> I was thinking about attacking you know with my plan that I had, and I realized it, it's like putting breath drops. In the ocean, in Japan, and taking a drink of water in LA, and trying to believe that you're tasting that two mint breath drops you put in Japan. Right. It, it, the, the scope of it is just—it's not even a drop in a barrel. It's not a drop in a lake. It's not even a drop in the ocean. It's—it's it's fucking crazy. Right. Yeah. No. And then that limits. I mean, you tell that to to Jeremy, who was our. Uh, one of our sponsors who does all the organic stuff is like, Jeremy, I just got like the 480,000 square foot spot. Just got to do it all organic. <laughs> Start filling it up. You know what I mean? It'll be like, fuck, it would take you so long and to establish it. I mean, it'd be a beautiful thing once it got it done, but, you know. Uh, well, of course, you got to understand a project, a project that size rolls out in seconds. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, you're not doing one large. There's not a uh, there's not there's not a four hundred and sixty eight thousand square foot harvest with fucking a no. hundred thousand trimmers fucking naked <laughs> fucking sweating their ass. Right. No, no. It, it would have to move like a like a Ford assembly line or something, you know, where it just kind of rolls in and rolls out and be. Uh, uh, now, now, now you're kind of getting it. Yeah, yeah. Of course. I'm not gonna tell everybody your secrets, bro. <laughs> but in general, yeah, we have to start thinking differently I'm not, because I'm not, I'm not going to tell everybody your secrets, bro, on the radio show. On the radio show, <laughs> live, live, live. No, but in uh, in general, it's kind of where uh, I've told people from the beginning, like you know, we're going to get to a certain point where you just have to have like X amount coming off the assembly line every day, and you have to have X amount going in every day, and you just got to feed it like that because if these start growing like you're in a 10 lighter you know what i mean and have a whole bunch of little rooms and you can do that and it's good for quality control but it's also fucking 
a bitch for timing, you know what I mean? Whereas once you get into a, you have a 10 week shoot and an eight week shoot and a, you know what I mean? Like kind of time your shit. You'll know, you know, it's like I said again, scope, uh, imagine if you had a plan to go hiking and then imagine if you had people that planned every step that you're taking and which kind of rocks you're going to take them on, what the composition of the dirt you're walking on. And as it changes, what composition changes as well so that they can make sure the feet and the shoes that you have are constantly shielding you at all times as opposed to just going hiking. Right. That high tech. Yeah, of course. Well, it has to be. I mean, it has to be thought out. If you're going to go that scale, you have to start really thinking about that one because even with, and that's was, that was literally when you could save somebody, you know, tens of millions of dollars just by steering them in the right direction with the right thing. Because if somebody came in there and, you know, sold them on some bullshit, <laughs> you'd be like, all of a sudden, like, really? You just put, like, because I've seen some. Uh, well, it's basically like a, like, be like, a, like, like a guided hike tour and then like a, a non guided hike tour, if you will. Because the guided hike tour would be like, oh, here's your boots, here's your this, here's your this, here's your this. Uh-huh. So the non guided hike would be like, Here's my sandals, and I'm going up in the hills. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what kind of it's like. It's like it's like a combination. It's actually like a combination because I know where to hike and I know how to hike. I've been hiking all my life. Right? Uh, but, like the old hiking, the old hiking analogy. I like it. There's certain there's certain certain areas I haven't hiked. Certain terrain I don't know how to handle. There's certain methods that I don't know. Right. And being a student of this game and never a master. I'm always learning, and I'm always up for a new challenge. And uh, this is this is the this is the, the 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 next frontier right now, dude. This is Star Trek, dude. This is like Dark Horse. No one's gone. No one's gone before us in the area that we're going right now. Colorado has, Washington has, Oregon has, but the scope and the direction that we're going, nobody's gone there. Right, cool. Yeah, well, I mean, the the world is luckily going in that direction. So, I mean, we got other places, but I mean, in the long run, I mean, Cali's always been the the big the the biggest market and the smallest, you know, with the kind of the longest history too. I, I have I have to ask you a question: Is this show archived? Of course, it's archived, yeah. so we can watch back and say you were totally wrong, bro. It was the worst. This is what he called. It. He called. This is what he called the home run right here. No, uh, there there was a line you said it a minute ago that I would like to uh, I would like to play back for some people. <laughs> oh, nice! What, did I say it? The, the if, if you come in, you can save them tens of millions of dollars by steering them the right way, as opposed yeah. to douchebags that stand up there yeah. and sell their snake oil with charts yeah. and and bullshit. Right. My 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 knowledge in, in in this corporation is indispensable, and I have people that are with me that that vote on these things that have that same knowledge. Like I said, we're all all-stars. I'm, I'm, I'm not the head. There's a million heads next to me. Mm-hmm. And they all stand next to my shoulder, the same tall as I stand. So we make these decisions all with the same mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's just crazy, man. I'm, I'm blessed to be with a team of people that are all intelligent, are all heavy hitters, that all have that will to change this industry from the inside the right way. And the right way. And your level. Right. 
Uh, I'm seeing if we have a winner. I think, and it uh, sounds good for you since you got you had a series of juicery things happen to you. I know you had some issues in Spanibus. That was some bullshit. Yeah, man. You know, I've had a lot of bad luck, dude. But you know what? It's like it's coming your way again. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It really is. Uh, it's really good to be able to take a, a, a deep breath and focus on what needs to be focused on instead of worrying about little petty shit, you know? Yeah. You get the bigger picture. It sounds like you've definitely found what you believe is the bigger picture for sure. I, 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 you know, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I have cement feet, dude. I don't move for anybody. I don't move in any direction unless I think it's the the, the, the full direction to move in. Winner. And I'm... So we have a winner. We have a winner. I'm on announcing, announcing. Oh. By, by. Oh, Of course. I mean, of course. Who's going to be on there faster than, than fucking fast? So the winner here is uh, Philip Michael Rodriguez. Philip Michael Rodriguez. You are the right. wiener, man. Wiener. Wiener. So what do we win? All right. So he needs to contact uh, email, email info at cturnow.com. Uh, email. Uh, Refer to Dusty and the uh, Source Genetics Pack. Uh-huh. He's the winner. Nice. And then we will get that up to him. See, that was it. That's all it took. That's all it took. Tell him, tell him, tell him if he wants to uh, let him know what pack he wants right away. Uh-huh. While I'm on the, he can request some info about it, oh. and I might answer. Might even answer. Oh, the, 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 the talking head himself will talk. So it was number, it was two eleven and it was. That's what I'd like to get out of you some 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 information on your males that you used and some information on the. I know mango. I think mangoes are just coming back right now. Like Unity had some mangoes and they were flew. You your mangoes fly, and so I think we might be seeing a mango uprise again. But um, mango you talk about uprise. some of those and some of the classes that you used. Uh, for me, it's just always about trying to stay a little bit ahead of the curve and not try to follow any kind of patterns or trends and. Uh, <clears throat> At the time when I decided to go about this line, everybody was just doing the same old, same old. So I decided to take, I took, I think initially 12 or 13 different indicas, and I went to Mr. Nice. I got three packs of seeds. I went through, I think, 50 seeds. I picked a male that I thought most represented the hazy dominance in the mango hail that I was, mango haze that I was looking for. Um, a big, nice, open-structured, uh, well-branched, thin-leaf cultivar. Great, great, studly-looking plant. Great, like, 14-inch flower flower structures. Just a great plant. And uh, I took that to about, like I said, 12 to 13 different indicas uh, that I had around that were my, my preferred smoke of the time. And... Uh, I wound up narrowing that down to five releases out of the initial outcross that I did that I felt best represented what I was trying to do with the cross, which was create like a perfect, nice 50-50 hybrid of modern indicas to an older sativa-based strain, you know? So, so how, how many would you start with? Uh, that, that we, and then you whittle them down to five? Uh, about 12 to 13. So that's what I tell I tell people because they come up to the boost and they're like, eh, seeds are too expensive. And you guys, if I have a plant, make some million seeds. You want to buy them? And I'm like, no, I don't want to grow them. Um, but, I, but I tell them like, so I'll get a list from from my breeders and I'll have 12 strains on it. But when I actually get the strains, 
there will only be five that makes the cut. Like, a lot of these guys will just throw away strains and throw away bags of seeds, not because they're bad, not because they're not any good, just because they're not what the breeder is going for. And so, although, you know, yes, the plant puts off a lot of seeds, but yes. Exactly. I don't want to put out a line that's going to confuse people or make the job harder. You know what I mean? Exactly. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't understand that you guys throw away a lot of gear just to find the, just to find the little few stuff that you do use. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's not it's not just hit and run like most people think. A lot of people do. You know what I mean? Yep. Yes, yeah, so, I mean that's the problem. There's a lot of people oh, yeah. out there, and and then the sad part is that there's people who tell me like, "Oh, dude, it's the fastest shit that sells," and I'm like, "Really? That's not like it shouldn't even be, shouldn't be." But it's just that's how they're. That's all in the thirty dollar. You know, these guys who want to just—it's all price guys. They want a price couch, so not necessarily the. I think with genetics, you gotta just kind of like <clears throat> start figuring out what you like. That's gonna be the most important thing. You know, I, I tend to have my little niche in the world that I that I'm in. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I don't. I don't hype things. I am not a hype man. I don't. Bullish, you know, I'm a straightforward person, dude. What you see is what you get, you know. And I think that I think that is that's my niche, just being a real person. You know what I mean? Making real things, not copying every other fucking Tom, Dick, and Harry out there. You know? No, it's, it's a pretty easy thing to do, though. Just take his and his and cross them, sell them, get your fucking breeder. Hit the crack genetics, folks. Hit the crack genetics. <laughs> <laughs> Right. These guys' fucking sales are going to go through the roof, James. you got to stop talking about it. I know. Let them oh, die. No. His website's already down, so. I know. We crashed it today, fucking sending over <laughs> all the fucking goddamn traffic over there. Oh, we crashed it all right, but not through that. Through, uh, through the hard, 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 hard. <laughs> through, through, what, huh? What, huh? I don't even know I think I think the recording cuts out there for about 15 seconds. Yeah, exactly. That's what happens. That's what happens. So, um, what's the next show for you? Obviously, Emerald Cup. You'll be down there. I mean, we'll see you all. Everyone will be at Emerald Cup, so I don't have to even ask. But is there anything else? Chris is going to Emerald Cup. Huh? No one's going. No, I don't know if Chris is going. I can tell you all my guys are going. Chris is going. Chris is going. I'll be up there. I'll be up there. Of course. I'll be up there. No booth, but I'll be up there. I don't have no gear. You guys have the last of it. I mean, I have a couple of uh, unreleased packs left. Uh, <gasps> unreleased. Make it uh, don't weekend. tell James about that. No, we all have. So hold those off. I sell those for 200 a pack, and I, I don't really wholesale those at all, or else I would have offered those to you guys. Nope, so I got a better idea for you, so hold on to them. So I got a website called Feedaholics that's an auction site. Uh-huh, there you go. It allows my dudes to pull packs out of their refrigerators. And auction them and get get uh, the majority of the of the money for them. So you guys can sell them and, uh, through us, and then they come from you. And um, there's no worry of shipping, and you guys get full pop on the money. And so, but yeah, we have the auction site. And then I'm talking with Hazel this year at Emerald Cup, and she's talking with us and ABSI. And we're going to try to do um, we want to do it at the Country Carnival, but uh, the actual live seed auction. And so every day, like maybe five o'clock or four twenty. You guys, you know, the breeders would have a, some rare packs that they have, and there'd be a thing, and they'd just. The only way, the only uh, way I will participate is if you have an actual auctioneer like that. Yeah, With, might I add, a baby midget auctioneer in a little suit, too. That's the only way? 
Put that, that on the rider, please. Put that that on is the, the only way I will participate in this what, what buffoonery. A what? Golf cart works golf too. Cart. Golf cart works too. I take that anyway. Like yeah, that that. I want golf. I want a golf. I want a golf cart with a major driver. That's also good. That also oh. works. I don't know if they okay, like. It. Wait, I don't know if they bad. like. Me, I don't know if they saying, like the name I'll midget. midget. I was gonna say, don't say midget. <laughs> I'll stop saying midget, but I will say this. Yeah, there you go. Little people need work. Most yeah. of them, there's there's actors. Yeah. They, they go. Out, I'm, I'm serious. I'm being serious right now. They go out oh, yeah, yeah. This is we get and serious. They don't mind dressing up because that's how they get paid. Right. But when they're at the bar, you just don't give them no shit. That's what I've I've always noticed. Do I sound like a bad person now for saying that? Yes. Terrible. Terrible person. Oh, no, no. You're the worst. You are the worst, bro. No, you're, it was all right. It's fine. It's fine. Little people sounds weird to me, too. I don't think they like that either. I think that's just like, really? That's what you think I am? Little? Little, little sounds, well, I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't like that. Baby man works. <laughs> baby man. It's not a good one. Baby man. Baby man. Hey, baby man. Get over here. Right. Yeah, baby man's not baby here. Baby man's baby man. Baby man's not here. Uh, so uh, that's a good strain name, though, except for for for, for uh, not really, baby but master. for a, uh, a breeder, for a little breeder, yeah. baby man, baby man breeder, my breeder, baby man, baby man. So anyway, uh, so besides the mango, you have the Shemolians. Uh, I can't say it right, but Schlemens, Schlemens, uh cross, and what's and what's that? That's a 2015 NorCal Cannabis Cup uh, Best Sativa. Mm-hmm. Gorilla Glue 4. Gorilla Glue 4. the Sean PSA Mail. That Sean PSA Mail leans all the way to the Colombian Gold Heritage and the Sharam. And it just, you can't even tell there's any Gorilla Glue in it. It's just all like lemon, lemon juice, funk, like gnarly shit. Nice. Lemon's hot right now. Cool. You have... You have those seeds. The cannabis cup winner came out of a came out of five of those. Uh huh. Well, there you go. And so your odds are good. Good breeding, you got good odds of getting winner. Yeah. So. Uh, well. All right. Well, so and we're looking, and so what, what are people looking out for? Like we talked because we didn't really get the details, but last time we talked. Uh, with James, we he was telling us about the break game, which we talked a little bit about, and you know, sucked blah, blah, blah. But is there certain packaging that we, like wasn't properly put, to, like wasn't finished or something like that, or what was the deal with that? Is there like something we should be looking for? If anybody wants to find that what, bullshit, what the bullshit that you had that you had uh, ripped that only the only it's identifiable it's stuff would be the uh, would be and is there any like like telltale signs of the packaging where it wasn't like didn't get finished or didn't have some sort of well I, I believe Chris said he got they all got his bulk so they got like oh they got the bulk the with the five thousand seats and oh. so it's going to be oh, yeah. when he said I think he said that they weren't even marked oh okay. so well, they, they don't even know what the hell they have oh, yeah they those were 99% sold to some cartel growers or something mm. they're, they're gone they probably already got planted for this season right Okay. All right. So it wasn't like packaging they're, at all. They're, they're 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 gone. Yeah, dude. They're gone. All right. It's, it's, it's another thing, though. You know, we, it's something that the breeders need to be vigilant about and keep an eye on. I mean, last year at higher high time stuff, I know that a certain breeder lost a hundred thousand dollars worth of gear. 
to and then to go to eat dinner, and he comes out, and his fans been broken up to. That same night, another breeder, dying breed, I believe, lost about that much, if not more, of their skittle shit got stolen out of their thing. Same thing. They went to go eat, didn't put their shit in there, somebody followed them back from the cup. So that's how I kind of wanted to have Chris on here, just kind of, you know, have other people be know that this is out there. Like, people are, will follow you. It's gotten into that kind of shit where they can, I mean, follow you back from the shows or, to, you know, protect yourself. Watch your, watch your ass. Well, yeah, the fuckery is for real. But, I mean, it always happens. There's always people looking for the easy targets and stuff like that. So you always have to be careful, of course. So, so cool. Yeah, um, main archives have all that stuff available. Uh, this is dropped. It's going to be live Monday at 420. Uh-huh. We'll have all, the, all his trains that we just got from him. Um, now, being that he had just told me that uh, I found out that he did the last of some for a very long while. I obviously won't go jack up the price, but I suggest people get get in and get on it Monday because I didn't get a whole bunch of them, but um, what we have is going to fly. It's the last that he did. Good, good, good. Yeah, well, get, I mean, that's it. If you want to get, get the last of the last, there nope. you go. Get it from him. Thanks for getting on the show with us, Chris. We'll see you, uh, I'm sure, sooner than the actual Emerald Cup, but definitely there. And if you get anything crazy out there, just want everyone to jump on the show, feel free to... Give us a heads up. For sure. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, guys. And, uh, yeah, I'll uh, keep you guys posted if I get into any new projects. And uh, I'll see you guys at the Emerald Cup. Keep, in touch, keep me posted for that. And I'll uh, I'll definitely have a couple different packs we can auction up. Cool. Very, very cool. Sweetness. All right, All right man. Thanks a lot, guys. Talk to you soon. Talk to you. Bye-bye. Well, there you go. That was fun. You know, always <clears throat> he's always fun. Yeah, so what's he what's he working on? That's my thing. He's got a sounds interesting. Sounds very interesting. I'll have to think on it, but um yeah, we us both knowing Chris, it's not gonna be something lightweight that, you know, you get suckered into it. It's probably gonna have a lot of clout behind it. And they got him to put on a suit. <laughs> they got they got Junior to put on a suit. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, when it's somebody like that who's always like, not, he's not, you know, he's not an easily impressed guy. That's the thing. So it's good when no. somebody like that is like, dude, it's fucking, oh, it's happening, bro. Can't tell you. <laughs> it's always that. Yeah, especially where Chris is like, he has his, I believe it is, he's still part of the community and not the industry. And uh-huh. so he, he would be watching out for the community's best interest and making sure that like, these guys aren't just trying to screw somebody or screw over the breeders. Like, so I'm sure he's taking the, the long run into account, which is, you know, good to have that kind of thing. And, and, and what I've always said, uh, how Oregon has really great laws, because of the Sunny Chiba and Odie Diesel. Like, they, before the laws were written, they went in, they started the Genetics Preservation Society. Right. They paid lobbyists, which I call, you know, fighting fire with fire. Mm-hmm. If the state gets lobbyists, then why don't we get lobbyists? Yeah. So they paid lobbyists, and they sat down with, uh, with the governor, and um, Sunny sat down with him, in fact. And they got, he's like, this is why you need seeds, this is why you need new genetics. And so they are the reason that we have, Oregon has the most lenient laws as far as breeders, and you can have unlimited males, and you can have unlimited females. And, you know, like for, for a breeder's perspective, instead of just having 12 plants I have to pick from, mm-hmm. I can pick from 1,000? Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I said so that. I mean, the quality has just got to be up. Sure. I mean, that's, that's what it's going to all come down to now is that we actually have ability to do selection in large-scale uh, numbers and things, which... Up until now, has always been, 
you know, occasionally done properly, but very rarely. And then usually, even if then, it has to get taken but, from wherever it's been done to the next spot, and that's always not the easiest. But it's all opening them up, man. Change, things are changing, which is good. Uh, so you you obviously are going to be doing a bunch of different events. What's your? You guys are always like spearheading nine different things in two weekends or whatever. What's the what's the next uh, <laughs> next next big one? That, that, how 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 was the, uh, like actually how was the did you you did the um, hemp hemp fest thing again? Or? We just did we did, we just did hemp yeah. So last weekend was hemp fest and Medford uh, Tuesday Fair. Right. Which so hemp fest, were you? of course was. Uh, I was at, I I uh, drew the short end of the stick and I was in Medford. Gotcha. I get to go have fun in the Infest. Infest is a lot of things. There's a lot of all kinds of cool weed, all kinds of cool stuff. Sorry. But um, Medford it was a little smaller show. But right. Uh, but yeah, uh, Infest was was good as usual. It's it's smaller than than it had been in years past. But um, we were hoping that because of the regulations, we would do more business. And we mm-hmm. saw probably about the same amount. But and then uh, Medford was good, but we're at, you know we're at the weird season for people to buy stock. It's yeah. you know they've got most of their money invested in their crop in the ground sure. or nutrients, and they're not really looking to pick up something that they're going to plant next year. So yeah, I mean that's the that thing about selling seeds in general. It is obviously seasonal for to a point, but obviously indoors is year round. Right. For you know, there's people everywhere who need you to can do indoors and start whenever they want to. But if you're following any kind of cycles, yeah, there definitely is a high point. And for the most part, though, I was always surprised how little people kind of thought that way. It always seemed like there were more indoor growers just because of the fact that people just kind of, even though in Holland you'd, you'd be, like, waiting for it around Easter or something, like, why the fuck? Or sometimes people just wouldn't really bite too much. You know, a couple people would come and roll through. But for the most part, there was a lot of times where it was like, huh, people don't. But it's also, like, South America, of course, and fucking Australia and all that, so... Really depends where you're at. Yeah, and uh, that and, the, and 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 a good indoor can produce what five to six crops a year if you do it right. Well, to where yeah. outdoor, four, four to got, five is more realistic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And you know, there's there's a million reasons why, but at the same time, people are always clone prone. I would say, you know what I mean. That's the way they, they're always going to be like, you know, oh man, I'd rather just get. 20 plants from you and then not have to think about it and then you know that that's always like kind of like you've narrowed up, you know you don't know what their selection is like if they even had a selection to begin with or if they got the clone from somebody else and that who's who so selected that impact and pick up for female yeah and then and then as well is that that, that clone is you're, you're going to have the, the other you know 200 farmers around you also have the ability to buy that clone which right. is the same for Doug clones the same very same thing hmm. so you go to market and bring that to market You've got to be better than the six other t- uh, samples they've seen that day, and you've got to be cheaper. Right. Which proceeds get the price right to you, and you can name your price. If you get a purple dog shit that nobody else has, then until you give out a cut, it's yours, and they got to come to you to get it. Yeah. So. And people people kind of get that more often than than they used to now, and also, um, I think, you know, even though there's a lot of crappy crosses being done up there there's still also like a lot of good starting material and a lot of people are you know just having like lucky out of the draw you know luck out of the gate with some stuff and people are quickly getting more savvy you know what i mean you just see how much better people like doesn't matter where you go in america almost people kind of know what good weed is at least or mostly not everywhere but mostly 
Yep, that and, you know, students have a tap room. That's, and that's the biggest thing I try to do is impose on people, especially when they're outside, is that, you know, a clone will only give you a shallow fibrous root system. That's all it's capable of. Mm-hmm. So where a seed, you'll get a tap root every time. It's going to drill itself into the bottom. It's going to help feed itself. It's going to help water itself, be more stable in the wind. Um, and so, you know, it's just kind of a no-brainer for us to test the back seeds. But. Right. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, the we definitely know the plant. I mean, like at my house, uh, I have that same plant that was growing in the out of the ground. It's still there. It's starting to flower now, you know, and it's just like growing right out of the crack of the ground. It's just like, look at that thing. Oh, 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 that one straggler? Yeah. Yeah, at my house. <laughs> still going. It's flowering now. It's looking good. It's like, it's actually healthier. Than, yeah. yeah, it looks great. <laughs> it's like it's found, it's, you know, it's set down a taproot deep enough to find some newts. Yeah. You know? It would not, would not have worked with a clone. It would have definitely dried out. So that's that's the proof right there. Um, yeah. So you're uh, well. That's all I that's all I got from my side. Um, I've got a big ethos drop right now. Okay. And everybody can get on. Um, next Monday we'll have uh, a source genetics drop. We've got a new drop coming from uh, archive restock, and we'll have another uh, complete another restock on exotic as well. So and cool. then. Uh, in two weeks, we'll have, I got the confirmation from Leo today at Aficionado, mm-hmm. and in two weeks, we should have the rest of the vanilla berry crunch, uh-huh. or the vanilla berry pie, the VBP. It's sold out in like 15 minutes. We should have the other 1,000 packs of those, and then um, we'll be putting those out. So Nice. Okay, so in two weeks, I think yep. uh, we're having the GQ magazine chick who, I forget her name. <gasps> I shouldn't say the word chick. That's terrible. 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 I'll find out. Yeah, but I'll be a little more PC when I figure well, it out. Well, well, I'm not going to model for GQ if that's what they want. I know. Like, that's the, They heard James Bean and they were like, yes. And then they were like, oh, yeah. maybe yeah. not. Can you, can you hold a joint for us and take a picture? No, no, I can't. No. Um, you can just use that one stock photo of me that they've used for everything. That, that the first time, the first <laughs> yeah. booth, the first booth that I was ever at with you, which was. Yeah, like, one that that I like completely shady at, and there's like a neon sign behind us. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, yeah, it's just weird because they've used it in like um, Uruguay, and they've used it in um, weird things too. I didn't use it. Reuters used it. I know Reuters. That's what I'm saying. Reuters has used it for everything. Yeah. For like multiple different picked that bitch up in the end, articles and stuff, and I'm like, Isn't that? and people are like, Isn't that you? And it's like, yep. It's, it's because I look like I'm like. Could be some soldier or something. Oh, it's weird because I have all. Yeah, you look, can, you look can, like Osama bin Laden. At that moment in time, a little bit like Osama bin Laden. Yes. So you have to look up cannabis. I don't know. Some what, what? What does it come up under? I don't know. I, I don't pay attention to that one, but I know it pops up all the fucking time. So it's interesting. It's got the cannabis yep. sign behind. Yep. Anyway, uh, whatever. Whatever. Yep. So um, all right. Well, James, we're gonna. Uh, Get rid right, of you. Get rid of you, because uh, you got nothing left for us. But it's good. Yeah, you got lots of specials. You got lots of lots of specials. That's good. And uh, you know, we we got to find out what what's happening with uh, our buddy over there, OG Cushman. That was good. And you know, we got one giveaway, and didn't even get to put my image up because for some reason it kills our our. Show so we would have had to stop it and it would have turned all sloppy doppy, which it's already sloppy. So it's funny because it sends people to your sends people to your Facebook page. But yeah, that guy just whoever it is, get a hold of us at info at teacher now. Yep. Let them know that they want the Chris thing and we'll uh, we'll get them back. Michael Phillip Rodriguez, right? What? 
What? The winner. Our winner. Oh, yeah. Mr. Rodriguez himself. So, all right, cool. Uh, thanks for that. All right, cool, guys. Well, thank you very much for coming in. Like I said, shout-out to my crew. Shout-out to Future Now. Guys, everybody at the packing warehouse and doing everything. Yep. Moving all the boxes through the eyes. Get all the gear. Uh, much love to the gun show and the people that make it happen. And I appreciate Chat Gang, as always, for staying in there. And Hanging in three hours of so. just this whatever, jibber-jabber. Jibber-jabber. This shit. Yep. Yeah, it's so long. But now it's on podcast, though, so download the podcast. You can listen to it whatever the fuck you want. In the middle of the hills, and there's no other service, put on the podcast. That's actually the best part, too, because now that I'm, I, like, whenever I'm uh, trimming... Uh, which actually happened again. I was like, I'm trimming. I can't believe it. But then I was like, oh, cool. I have all these old podcasts I haven't actually uh, listened to, which was dope. And it wasn't even me, of course. I wasn't listening to me. I can't do that. <laughs> I can't listen to myself. Your mom, won't, your mom won't let you. No, she won't. And it's so funny, guys. She was like, wah, wah. She's like, like fact-checking my shit. And I'm like, well, yeah, okay, I'm doing a show. I might be a year off or two here or there or whatever. Yeah, you said you were a seven. You said you were 12. You were like seven. I'm like, all right, man. Sounds even worse if I start talking about weed when I was seven instead of twelve. Sounds a little more realistic, mom. You know, so whatever. <laughs> so that's, that, funny. that's how it goes. But uh, all right, cool, James. We'll talk soon and get right, you guys, on. Four twenty, James Bean. Right, see you. Bye. Later. Peace. Man on the scene, James Bean. Four twenty, whatever hour, power, something. Yep. Yep, that's how it rolls right here. Uh, thanks for uh, hanging in there with that one. I think we're we're kind of wrapping it up. I don't know if we got anything else crazy happening. Anything happened in the news that you did you? Uh, nah, you, 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 nothing. KTI is not around. Nobody looks at the news. <laughs> Shows just completely collapsed. It's a collapse. Is anything major happened? Oh, they're gonna give out the um, three hundred things around here. I, I saw that. But we're, we're, we're totally... Oh, yeah, the clubs, right? The uh, smoking twigs, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be uh, really expensive and very limited. Yeah, that's what I hear. Yeah, so we, we're, we're too close to a school, so we don't, we just, we don't qualify. Oh, yeah, that's right. That, yep. That one there. Right down the way. Right over there. Yep. Right, man. Well, we don't, <laughs> we don't smoke weed here anyway, so it never happens. Absolutely not. Absolutely never happens. Um, I think in two weeks we got that one girl on here with her, with the, when they did the GQ. And she had interviewed um, Mowgli from Philo, so it was going to be like a little wrap, but we we're going to bring Philo in and her and kind of de- deconstruct her. Because her whole deal was, uh, and I, I guess we'll put um, a link up on uh, the Adam Dunn show so people can check it out. I'll CC put that up, but it's. Pretty cool. It's it's pretty it's good because it's written from somebody who doesn't you know it's not an insider, but it is showing you how it's they're just like literally waiting to blah, just tear it all up. So industry is about to get weirder. Could it get weirder? Yes. Uh, will of it? Of course. Will it? Yes. Uh, what else? Anything else? Uh, no, that's about it. How is your? Uh, week off Tell it was good that. man yeah, exactly. uh, just went to Arizona chilled I mean, out yeah we talked about that in the beginning anything yep, else anything else happened I was so uh, wasn't something crazy down there? you were going to do something crazy when you showed me I was like oh really was there no uh, no yeah. I ended up disc golfing through the eclipse that was kind of cool 
could you see from there? Anything? It was nah. very. It was kind of lame. Like here, here as far was, as like yeah. Here it was weird because I, I probably was good if they had glasses and everything, but I just didn't like. I just kept looking out and checking it out and then looking straight up at it. <laughs> no, I didn't even do that. I tried to do the phone thing that didn't work. And then I went and did the cereal box deal, you know. You right, know, yeah. Old school, where you have it over your shoulder. It was cool to just see all the crescent moon uh, shadows off of the trees and stuff like that. See that, that? was pretty cool. I didn't, you see, I didn't pay attention. You know, and yeah. That was probably the coolest thing. Yeah. That's what I saw. That, that's what looked coolest to me when people posted it. I was like, yeah, that looks pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah, that was about it. And it did feel like kind of darker for and weirder for like a little bit here. Didn't you get like? It was kind of hard to tell there because it was cloudy anyway. So the yeah. cloud, the sun kept going in and out. And then when it was happening, like I kind of saw it. Some guys had some uh, glasses at the store. There's a there's a disc golf store on the ninth hole of yeah. this one, though, and this guy had glasses. I kind of looked at it, and then that was it. That was a huge experience. Yeah, and it was funny because a lot of people I know went there and they were just like, oh my God, like went up to Oregon or to Wyoming right. or whatever. And just fucking still blown away, you know what I mean? Like, ah, oh, dude. Right. It was amazing. <laughs> Which I'm sure it was. I mean, it's pretty cool. Yeah. But luckily it does happen a lot. It's not like, you just have to be at the right place. Yeah. It won't happen in your house. You can like walk outside or drive 200 miles, but... Yeah, you know, just find a, when it's at a good spot, you go like, all right, I'll go there and check that out, and then yeah, go experience. I'm sure it'll spark a travel boom for the next one in seven years. Oh, I think it's yeah, so 24 or something. No, I thought it was. Is it? I think it's 2024. Or oh, so that would be yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Exactly. Where is that? Tokyo or something like that? Or? No, it's gonna be. I guess it's gonna go through like Illinois and like oh, the really? northern East Coast. Oh, no, like, you can't just run down the road. <laughs> That's easy. Yep. Uh, I thought that was going to be like another like long distance. No, no, no. The, yeah, the next couple ones are going to be visible through North America. So it's I guess. Just kind of like that, probably moving like right across. That's cool. Yeah. Sweet. We get to go through. Like, did you hear about Amazon selling all the fucking fake glasses? Yeah, and they got yeah they got recalled or I wonder, whatever. I wonder who. I wonder who got burnt. That's weird though, because it's like. You know, you think, like, all the hype, someone's going to get it. Oh, yeah. I didn't really hear about it. Did you hear, hear anybody? No. Except for the president? Yeah, that was hilarious, <laughs> dude. That was hilarious. I just, yeah, I just oh, saw that picture. I just uh, head slapped. I was just like, wow. I saw it, and then I thought it has to be fake, because I was like, no, he would never have done that. You know what I mean? And then right. I went and watched it, and I was like, oh, my God. He actually did it's it. It's real, dude. <laughs> that is nuts. Yeah. Right. No, that was pretty funny. Um. Well, okay. That's there's not much in the big news department except for that crap. Bitcoin's fucking going off the charts. That's nuts. Every time I look, it's like thousands. Like now it's at forty three or something like that. Forty three sixty. I was like, holy fuck. So too bad. <laughs> I just watched all the money I could have made if you actually invested some money, which is funny. Right. Everybody's like, dude. Still not gonna. Now it's at such a high fucking number, nobody wants to do it, right? Like, who the fuck wants to come in at that price? You know? Yeah, right. Crash. Waiting for the crash. Anyway, uh, I want to give a big yeah. shout out to uh, my mom down at the farm with Andy and uh, Tim and Murray. Uh, it's that, you know, that difficult time. Oh, it's so much work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Trimming sucks. For sure. Trimming sucks. 
I don't mind it. But whatever. No. Yep. It's got to be done. It's got to be done. Right? Absolutely. <laughs> it's got to be done. Yep. She have that for a t-shirt. Trim crew. Done. Done, trim crew. There you go. Get her done. Get her done. <laughs> it's got to be done. Uh, oh, no. When it has to be done. <laughs> um, shout out to my beautiful wife, Cece, and little Nick, who is finished his first week of school, which is pretty awesome. That's first sweet. week of, uh, of kindergarten. So that's, like, major accomplishment. And he's already, like, uh, like you know, first couple of days, kind of weird, which is, of course, weird for everybody. Sure. And he had to sit still, and it was fucking going nuts. And then now he's kind of got a bunch of friends already, and he's got play dates already set up. And, you know, it's nice. just like it's like okay, it's happening. Where it's like he's got like you know, hey Nick, oh now he knows everyone knows, you know, so right? It's good. Yeah, they ease into it. Yeah, it's pretty weird, but it's funny. And uh, so anyway, that's uh, that's our whole week was. You know, oh my god, I gotta get up and go to school myself. Just like yep. getting up to do that is crazy. <laughs> it's been so long. Yeah, we were getting um, up at five AM results for same. Yeah, five, that's rough. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're doing we're doing like, Well, you guys live down the street. Yeah. So yeah, that doesn't no. It's not the situation over here. No, that's so. rough. That's rough. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that drive would definitely be a be a killer. Yep. Um and let's see. Uh yeah, we got some new sponsors coming on deck. It looks like finally. I mean, we talk about it forever, but I think we can do because got some room left in there with those four sponsors that we have right now. But I think uh, we'll do that official announcement hopefully by next week. Because is it next week going to be the after the first or no? What is it? Um, Close. I think so. Actually, really? This is yeah, the because the thirty first is the Thursday. Holy Shinoli. So it's going to be a new month next month. Well, this is the last show this month. So, yeah, we'll have a new sponsor on deck, I believe, for next. Uh, and a main sponsor, too, which is exciting because then that means there's going to be content and making a new video. We're going to go all nuts. It's going to be nuts, dude. It's gonna Sweet. Look, it's going to look almost quarter professional. Hell yeah. Quarter is enough. Um, and uh, I want to thank all the people listening and checking on the Facebook for the uh, incredible contest, which was like <laughs> right away. I was like the most predictable person, like right out of the gate. Okay, there you go. Uh, and at least it wasn't my mom. I remember. Like, yeah, picture of you. Of course. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week. Keep an eye out for the guest list for this next week for two weeks from now I'll also post that um, we got that one kind of figured out I think we're starting to get our lineups kind of figured out but we'll, hmm. I never have it written down so <laughs> I have no idea unless I have something that's super obvious but see you next week see ya peace practically every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record albums have their own hidden don't to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. Why do smoke the natural herb? Some call it marijuana, some call it sense media, some call it lamb's bread, and some people call it... Call it... Call it... Call it... Call it... Call it...